0: Welcome to Cup Talk. I'm Nick. And now I'm Mason. Oh, we just got to get into this episode. It's going to be a good one. I can already feel it, you know.
1: Oh, yeah, man. Good things are happening this week.
0: Good things. Starting with, I mean, that, today, or, you know, when you're listening to this today. It comes out today. NHL season day. Like, today is the day. There's two games. It's Two games. I mean, Excellent. yeah. It's two games, and I don't know. I mean, you got the... the Banner raising, you know, Stanley Cup champs playing the Penguins. You know, you got yeah, I mean, you and Hillary. That's a
1: household game for us. Uh, a rivalry right there, household starting, rivalry.
0: Starting out the season good in the in the White household. You know, just just battling out round one. You know, <laughs> night one. Yeah,
1: so I'm about it. It'll it'll be fun to see them. You know, Pens in Tampa. Well, without Crosby and Malkin, I, I mean, I'm I'm not so sure our ch- the Penguins' chances. But it'll be funny the way to watch.
0: I, I you know. honestly, I've watched a lot of these banner-raising games, and I feel like the team that raises the banner always loses. Like a curse? It is. I mean, I remember watching the the Penguins game after they raised, I think it was their first banner of the last two, you know, and they played the Capitals, back. Back. and they lost that first game. And I think they came back the next year, and they played uh. somebody else, but they lost that game. And I remember when the Kings, you know, they lost their first game. So, I don't remember if the Lightning won or lost. It might be well, one of those win. things, like
1: being on the yeah. cover.
0: Yeah, NHL. <laughs> I it's think it's cursed. more of a Madden curse, but yeah.
1: Yeah, it's true. Hockey hasn't been effective as bad. but
0: Yeah, so, all right, let's just get into this. Um, youth hockey, it's, it's up, it's rolling. <laughs> it's got plenty of drama. Right. You know. Coaching – I've gotten on a
1: couple teams. Yeah. Drama's and happening.
0: Drama's happening and you know, I'm I'm fighting I'm fighting for you know what we've been told is right and what we're you know been told is what's going to happen and they keep changing on us, but I'm going to keep fighting for the team, for the parents, you know, for the kids. Good. And I'll tell yeah. you what. I'll tell you what. If your kid plays D1, D2 or whatever, rec, we're talking rec hockey, not travel whatever. But And I want a D1 – if you want to know, I want a D1-D2 split. I think it's better for kids. Any, you know, hockey, I think it's great because then, you know, the split between the best and the worst isn't, you know, so far. That way the game can flow better. And also, I have a real problem with, with, uh, like, bullying in the locker room. Like, it's going to happen. Kids are kids. And I really – I think having a a split D1-D2 and where that that gap is, you know – lessened between the best and the worst player, you have a lot less of the that kid sucks. I don't want to play with that kid or we would have won the game, but he sucks, you know? So if you just hit that in the bud by splitting them up and having the lesser skilled kids on the D two team and they can develop. And you gotta and you got a mid grade kid that's now going to be the best kid on his team. So I'm all for it.
1: Those kids an opportunity to be yeah, a bigger fish, those middle of the pack kids. And then the kids Kids, something to strive for, you know. Like, hey, you know, you are on the D two team this year, but you know, you can keep trying to be on the D one team, and then or the D one team next year, and the D one guys have a more competitive game because they're not worried about those kids that like literally just started yesterday. You know, yeah. And
0: and as an organization, I think if you if you are just like, oh, we're just gonna split it evenly, you are teaching these kids that everyone deserves a trophy. Like that's that's that mentality. Everyone deserves a trophy. And I don't know. I'm. I'm. We'll, we'll no, ride it's, this it's one out, good... and, and I'll wait to you know, yeah. you know, air the dirty laundry until it's you know played out by. <laughs> don't want to burn any bridges like, so far.
1: <laughs> right. It's like everybody does a play, but not everybody's the best. Yeah. And that's okay. And that is you know? okay. Like, and. When I played political league football, there was like A, B, C, D, E, F, G teams some, sometimes, you know, in these big schools. Like Bingham had a freaking Z team, I swear. Yeah. You know, and it's like, hey, sure, you all know, want to be on the A team, but you can't, okay?
0: Yeah, and, and everyone will give you the, the guff of it's it's rec hockey. It's like, dude, go try telling any city football coach that it's just rec football. Chill out, you know? Like, dude, there's, yeah. there's a reason why there's 10 play kids on city football teams because they're 10 play kids. Like if the rule was you had to play every kid evenly, then there would be a lot less, you know, (laughs) kids playing football. It'd be a splits going on in wreck city football too. Right. Yeah. Oh man. And like we've, we've split them at practice into what I've considered the D1, D2. And I'm kind of, you know, I'm all as coaches on the same page, I think. And so I've taken it, you know, Lexi being, you know, closer to the top, you know, with the D ones and she's really excited and she's, you know, having fun playing with kids that are her, her skill level and helping the kids that are closer, you know, get to that point. And I've taken it upon myself like, hey, if I want that to work then i got to put in the work on the other side, right? Because I can't be like, my kid's good and just leave these other kids behind. That's not fair to the other kids. And that's the whole thing with the D1, D2 is it's to to develop both groups. So I've taken it upon myself that of these practices we split, I go with the D2 side or the lesser skilled kids, and I work hard with these kids because I really want every kid to be good at hockey. So.
1: Yeah, and it, it helps a lot to have that development at a young age. To like actually be like see someone care and then show you some fundamentals to yeah. work on versus like just go out and skate around and shoot some pucks and then we'll scrimmage for an hour. You yeah, know, and you're gonna get schooled by all the good kids. You know, like it's that doesn't that doesn't do that much for you as a young kid, you know.
0: Yeah, but rather like, hey, this kid can't pass, let's just work on passing for five minutes. And yeah, like, because yeah. And not every kid needs to work on passing, but these four kids, these kids need to work on passing and shooting for five minutes of practice. So not every kid needs to shoot pucks of the board for five minutes of practice, but there are a lot of kids that do. So I mean, practice is to help every kid get better. And if we're tailoring it to the lower end skilled or we're tailoring it to the higher end skilled, nobody's winning.
1: Right. No, I mean, it's got to, it's got to be, yeah, for the better of the group and, it, you know, like the kids that need to learn how to stick handle, shoot, pass, they need to be doing those drills or even skating. A lot of times, yeah, skating. you know, stride is a huge thing, right? Like you, you start <laughs> off with a bad stride and then you see them in high school and they're like, you know, crazy legs or skating like there's a railroad track between their legs. and You're like that kid never got any coaching on or just started a year ago who knows
0: yeah, yeah and then i mean we do break up kids by skill level at practice whether you're you know just running stations all over but like so if we do it in practice and we break up skill level because we're like well then the drill runs better right you know because the fast kids can pass with the fast kids and the slow kids pass better with the slow kids then why right. would you put those kids in the same hockey team where they got to work now together against another team you know, they always say practice yeah. like you play. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. You're going to be the same player uh, in the game that you are at practice. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I get, I get where you're coming we, from. We
0: don't need to get done but, in this dark hole. You know, I could be here all night. <laughs> we'll wait. We'll wait to see how this one pans out. This this soap opera is still going on. And we'll get you we update of we got how a bo-
1: many D1 D2 yeah. D2 teams are out there.
0: <laughs> we, got a, we got a board meeting on Tuesday, so... <laughs>
1: Here we go. If
0: you think I'm mad, if Autumn was on the podcast tonight, she'd be freaking out.
1: <laughs> but like, it's like anytime you hear that, like you got to deal with a board, you're just like, yeah, you know, like I know things are just gonna get messed up, and you know, feelings are gonna get hurt because we have to rely on the decisions <laughs> of others.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll move on from youth hockey. I will say, other youth hockey groups. I I watched a Salt Lake uh, County. Um, house game, it was it was good. It, I, I'm, I believe it was probably the D two division. The kids were still having fun, but one of the goalies, if if the coach of the Salt Lake County Green team, I think that the Wild is listening. I want the goalie glove that your goalie was using. I don't know if it's his own or if it's a lender pad, but he was using a, like a leather Cooper glove. The brown. Yeah, like, like a man or whatever. Yeah. Like a 1980s, it looked like a baseball mitt with a little extra on the wrist. That's awesome. <laughs> like no no pocket for the puck, just like a mitt. You know how it's just like kind of flat? Just like that. I was like, and the other one, he had like the waffle Flint. board like with like the circles in it. And it was like duct taped. And I was like, dude, I'll go home right now and I'll get you a newer set of blocker and glove that I have in a bag in my basement. And I'll trade you.
1: You <laughs> go perfect for your wall. Yeah, you go I need a that. glove for the wall. I need a glove for the wall.
0: I need a glove for the wall. That's really
1: You're cool. watching this game and all you're sitting there thinking about, god, that gets love of looking at my wall. <laughs>
0: That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> oh man, but it made me jealous. We have we don't start games till uh October 30th and it's like an in-house game, so we're not going to play another team until like November 6th. It's a long still time. It's ways away. Yeah. So, yeah. So a little ways away, but youth hockey's running. It's great. Um, I do want to say high school hockey's also running. I mean, it's been good. I've been watching. I've been seeing a couple yeah. games. Steiner. I just watched. Uh, Viewmont played the Park City, and I was in the D two division, and Park City did well. Viewmont did well. They just didn't score. But, and then Bountiful was after. I watched those guys play DCI a couple weeks ago. That was really fun because it was their first okay. game after they played Copper Hills. So I was like, eh, I know. you know, I want to see what this DCI team can do. So um, they uh, played, and DCI won. They beat Bountiful. And my buddy, uh, what? So our my buddy uh, <laughs> he is playing on the team, Tucker. He scored uh, three goals, got a hat trick. And nice. my other buddy, Ryan, his kid was on the team. And he did amazing, too. I think he had, like, two goals. So it was a good game to go to. I mean, good for them. So it was a good game to stop he, in and watch.
1: I think Bountiful just had to change their mascot this year. Bountiful? I read, I think they, this year, last year, they, cause they were the Braves. They yeah. had to get rid of that. Oh, I, don't, I can't remember if it's the Blazers or... Something like that they went to, but they they had to change mascots. I don't know. It popped in my head when you said Bountiful.
0: So, so the coach of the Bountiful High School hockey team, well, there's three and two of them coach with me um, in rec hockey or you know for DC Wind, and then the head coach is Spencer Vockel. That's a uh, Tad's brother. that oh, plays okay. on the team, and he's Spencer might be playing with us this season. So, yeah, and then men's league. Um, just jump over men's league will be starting at the end of the month, too. So, a lot oh, of the red
1: hawks, Oh, the red
0: hawks, the red, hawks. red I was, hawks. I was like, they still have like an arrow on their jersey and stuff, so they kind of still, you know, I'm pretty sure they didn't want to change everything in the school. They team, might like, not have had the money
1: to do that, yeah.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> just call it something else where the red arrows
1: <laughs> like that's gonna cause a high school to go bankrupt right there, having to change everything,
0: yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I mean. And then high school hockey, like kind of like how we said, how we wanted to get people to talk about or give us some info about youth hockey. You know, let us know if someone scored their first goal, or if you went to a tournament and you did good. Um, also, same thing with high school. I had a couple of people reach out. and say, like, you should do this for high school. So, hey, if you play high school hockey, you follow us. I think we probably more appeal to high school hockey kids. So, yeah, if you're a yeah. high school hockey player and you want to let us know if you guys won last night, you want to shout out kid on your team that's doing great, have an awesome season, new guy, just got his first goal, you know, hey, let us know.
1: Hey, if you want to come on the podcast and uh, yeah, tell your love story. To. we'd love to talk you know, about We can, we can host some high school kids, we Yeah, some high school nights.
0: Yeah, and we got a lot of good interviews lined up. I got a couple people in the pipeline that are going to be awesome interviews coming up. We're not going to have an interview today because we got a lot to get to. We need to stop rambling. <laughs> we got a lot of NHL to talk about. Right. So... Yeah, let's just keep on rolling. Um, did you ever want to add anything to the high school hockey? Nope. <laughs> good. Let's keep on rolling. Should we go jump over to juniors?
1: Yeah, let's talk about these guys. Dude, Ogden is just kind of running away with it right now. Yeah. They good. Cor- that whole division, the whole Utah teams. Yeah. Yeah, they're just they are owning it. Yeah, I mean, it, after seeing what, you know, Provo did at the end of the season last year, like the second half, and then the Outliers end up taking it all in the division. You know, you, I thought it. You, I, you, I thought it'd be more competitive across the whole Wasatch front here, but I mean, it's this is just juniors. Like they, these rosters change quite a bit. Yeah, every like, season. So like,
0: yeah, every season. I bet. I bet they have a more than a fifty percent turnover every year.
1: Yeah, and this could all turn around by. <laughs> the second half of the season two, but yeah. yeah, Mustangs they won two against the Outliers this weekend at the acord
0: which I heard was and, a, a sellout crowd again, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't actually see that. I, uh, but it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, the, the, the barn's not totally huge, and they've been doing a good job. At,
0: and there was um, a lot of Ogden people there. There was a ton of Ogden people there, from what I saw. So,
1: so that's good. Yeah, they it was an OT game on Saturday, so that looked like a pretty good. Um, I saw the little Mustangs video of them coming back to the tunnel. and There was a, quite a bit of people around yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Uh, tunnel onto the ice, giving them high fives. So like that's pretty cool to see they travel well. I mean, it's only what forty five minute drive.
0: If I so, mean if they live in like yeah. Davis County where I live, it's it's thirty five forty there, and it's thirty to the Ogden, so it's not.
1: Yeah, so, it's really sixes. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, but they ended their uh, hundred ninety minutes of. 190 minutes and 32 seconds of shutout time Ooh. is what Ogden was riding up until that 3-2 game on Saturday. Was it the same and goalie in every game? I didn't. I don't know that one. I just saw that they <laughs> posted it. It was the second longest streak they've had in their history. Oh, well. well
2: shutout. So shut did They
1: didn't specify a goalie, so I'm guessing. I'm going to guess it wasn't one goalie, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah,
0: yeah I guess they sure probably would have said that if it was one goalie. Um, yeah, Provo's still struggling. I don't know if they've won a yeah. game
1: yet. They're still sitting at zero wins. They went to Pueblo and lost all three Damn. to the Bulls. So Come on, they, River they struggling. So they're in last place. Uh, Outliers are in, what are they? I think they're in third. Yeah, third place. And the Ogdens uh, are first place in that mountain division. The only other two teams are Pueblo and Northern Colorado, so it's <laughs> not a huge division. But
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, so, well, I mean, hopefully they can turn around. Maybe, maybe they need a little Cup Talk boost. Maybe we'll get them on the podcast. Maybe that'll help them out. Provo
1: Riverblades. Yeah. We'll be calling. <laughs> yeah, we talked to one of their guys last year, right? Maybe, so.
0: maybe we'll have him on again. I, he's still on the team, so. Oh, yeah. Dude.
1: Yeah, it's get maybe a they need a goalie fight. They had a goalie fight last year. Maybe that's what you need. I know. They made all those signings and had some goalie fights. It was like – it was crazy, man. It just – it flipped. Maybe they
0: need to have coaching change already. I mean, I know it's a little early in the season, but last year it worked. Yeah, Because that was the it, difference. Yeah. They brought in the new coach, and, I mean, the season was turned around. I mean, you see in the NHL, you don't think you'd see that big of a change in like a junior's hockey team. But, hey. Yeah. Hopefully it can happen. So, all right, move moving on. Is there anything else you want to add to the junior section? I we I have reached out to the 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 Vernal Oilers and the Altitude, and we should have some of those guys on the podcast here in the near future. They start playing oh, November sixth, so
1: yeah, they're still a couple weeks out. Yeah, yeah, those WSHL, yeah, inaugural season for those guys.
0: So I'm hoping I'm hoping that one of these Vernal trips that I did I go with on with the team hopefully there's a Vernal Oilers game that same weekend and we can catch it
1: yeah No, that'd be cool I, I think they didn't they unveil their colors are like like I mentioned colors I think they're orange and blue
0: yeah they're they're orange and blue and then the other team the the altitude I believe is like a blue scheme <laughs> light blue dark blue it's like
1: a yeah it's different shade of blue yeah yeah
0: so look forward to talking to those guys in the future, and and then college. I mean, college is rolling. It's going good. It's kind of like feeling like regular season where there's just games happening, and BYU is just not playing as many as everyone else. It seems like.
1: Yeah, seemed, I don't know if it's yeah, they're just I don't know. It's trying to schedule the right games, or you know, <laughs> or <laughs> or if they you know. Split time with UVU to uh, try and coordinate both these and that piece. UVU? I mean, there's two sheets. Yeah. So they could,
0: you know, I think they play only the play small. games on the one side, but, um, yeah. I mean, there's not really – there's a few benches on the other side, and that's about it, and they're, like, way up. So, you know. But uh,
1: It's not a great experience. Yet, no, not but, the
0: best. You know, it's okay for a youth hockey game sitting up that high, and you can have a good vantage point. But if you're trying to get some people cheering, you want to play on the yeah. – was at the North rink I think it is so um yeah but i guess the Montana State team came down here and kind of played everybody and it was it was a mixed bag of results
1: yeah i think they brought two teams because oh. if you look at it i think Weber State beat Montana State on Friday and UVU also lost to Montana State on Friday mm. So I think they had like a D a D two D three team or an A B team or something like that because, that they brought
0: because Utah State I believe lost to them and then U V U lost to them but then also beat them the second time around they had their like pink right, so, in the rink game and then they played again so maybe it was a second team we'd love some clarification I, on this
1: <laughs> yeah if anybody knows yeah I pre- I couldn't figure oh. it out. I like the social media post, but I was imagining – or it looked like maybe the UVU beat the weaker team at, in that – the uh, strong, the A team, whatever, went and beat Utah State that Saturday night um, is what I was guessing. And, and I don't that, know what team Weaver beat.
0: And then BYU almost suffered its first loss. They had to come back, and then they went to overtime, and it was an overtime winner for BYU.
1: Was that on Thursday? Was that, on that was on
0: – I think it was Thursday or Friday. It was Thursday because I think you're right. Yeah, I, there was actually I was on, I was watching the game on the the stream, and one of the guys that I have coached with in the past was like on there, and he was talking about BYU losing their team, and like we were we were chirping him, you know, a little bit, you know, back and forth, and he was like, "Are you at a football game watching this one again?" And I actually almost went to the Syracuse football game again that night. And we would have been there watching it, but it was raining also, and we decided not to go because it was raining. <laughs> nice. And it also had a lightning delay, just like the same night. So a lot of similarities. I thought it was a funny story, but and so that I mean that was a good win. I thought they were going to lose their first game in over. I mean BYU hasn't lost a game since before COVID was a thing.
1: Yeah, they won all four games they played <laughs> during the COVID season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and what do they won like all four games this year they played or something like that yeah yeah i don't well, know they're keeping
0: it light like you said they're picking the right opponents but yeah i did get clarification because i saw uvu got that win and i i, I wrote on, i don't know if you saw our story on the instagram i said but we want to know are these the real jerseys and i had a few people reach out to me and say no, these are not the real jerseys. They are coming, <laughs> so I can't wait right. to see them. I'm imagining they're gonna be beauties. Uh, I'm so excited for these UVU sweaters, and hopefully, I get me a. We're gonna
1: really build up, yeah. The unveiling
0: Yeah, oh, I can't wait. Hopefully, we can get a sneak peek. UVU, if we can get a little sneak peek, maybe we can maybe we can break those jerseys. Welcome to Cup Talk, you know. <laughs> Give me a a little a little Devin Wood one and a and a Fisher, you know, a jersey. <laughs> That's right. Get those guys to wear their sweaters before their girlfriends get to.
1: <laughs> we'll rock their sweaters, yeah, make the girlfriends jealous.
0: Yeah. But so I did get clarification on that. Look forward to seeing those. Even though they did have they got pink in their rake jerseys, but they looked very much like it's the Funny,
1: they got their pink jerseys. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and not their That's and it. not their regular sweaters.
1: Yeah, uh, but they got everything kind of like they got the on the you know all the green Oh, Helmet, yeah. they got the buckets, and they got their you know, they're rocking pant shells.
0: Yeah, that's and that's why I'm like, dude, this can't be the jerseys, dude, everything looks so this is good. Not
1: what you chose, yeah.
0: <laughs> Someone, you know, you know, didn't help on the prod the group assignment or whatever, and <laughs> whoever was in charge of the jerseys, I got the socks, I'll get the jerseys. I'll get the gloves, you know, and then the guy's like, ah, yeah, I got the jerseys better, whatever, you know, the kid who got the jerseys, just like, yeah.
1: and then everything comes, and someone says, I, I forgot I wanted the jerseys, or maybe they're like, I got an email from CCM that turns out they're back ordered for like two months on jerseys,
0: they're sitting in one of those shipment containers sitting off the coast of California.
1: We shouldn't have auctioned off last year's jerseys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Call everyone that you auctioned them off. See if you can get them back for the weekend. We'll wash them. We'll re them. You know, we'll get them back to them.
1: Hey, man, that's the struggle of being a club sport when you got to self-fund. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, I did want to mention, I mean, you probably have these in your notes, but the, the men's team, they played two games down in Las Vegas. They lost one. They won one. They did good. I'm Utah? talking
1: Utah. Yeah, the D1 team. I think they lost both. They did they lose both? It was an overtime. They were winning the second oh, one. Oh, Maybe that's what it was. Maybe I saw it. Oh man, here I am busting. The and players. those are that's our like rival podcast, boys, dude. The UNL, those like house ho- hockey house. Yeah, not a rival, but we've we've interviewed some of the same <laughs> people. Yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, because they cover all the ACHA club hockey stuff. But those guys play at UVU or uh, or, or, or no. did play at U or UNLV. I mean yeah. UNLV. They're like UNLV guys that run that hockey house podcast, and so yeah, they hosted the U. Yeah, and And then it was it was a yeah pretty cool looking series. They go hard. There was like fog machines, you know, (laughs) like pretty lit up crowds. Okay, well if you think that's on their helmets, dude, I didn't. They got like a decal around the whole back of their helmet, like a red like rebel like it's like whatever the rebel logo is. Like it it wraps around their whole helmet. It's like glossy like shiny red and like it like the ear holes are like part of it too like it's, it's pretty gnarly hmm. anyways yeah. what were you saying?
0: I was gonna say the girls team started this weekend Ooh, dude. They, they went the out to Denver and
1: speaking of solid yeah, girls
0: yeah I mean dude they 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 kicked their trash and so so like they posted the picture of the wins or whatever and the second one had Katie on the front. that's who was on the like the promo or yeah. whatever of the win was Katie and with their trying hockey helmet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with their trying hockey helmet. <laughs> she hasn't got her new bucket yet. That's <laughs> off the coast of California probably and and so I was I went to Stick and Puck actually on Sunday and J b was there from the team. that's right. Katie's brother. And because uh, I saw a son on the ice and I was like, oh, hey, what's up? And he's like, oh, I actually just had to go pick up Katie from the airport or whatever from Denver. And I was talking to him and Austin, that was on our team. So his little sister plays for DU.
1: No way, really? Yeah. So is that uh, DU club team?
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, I mean, she was playing her sister in law on the ice. So that's, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool. Uh, little story, but yeah, those girls, do. those girls rocked it. Is uh,
1: her husband going to play with us this summer, or this fall?
0: Um, I I don't (laughs) think they're going to play with us this this season. Now that
1: she's not, I mean, she won't be able to play with... She
0: wanted to, she said, I guess she told JB that she just doesn't think she can do it with, you know, obviously the U, and she does clinicals and stuff for physical therapy and stuff also. No worries. So, yeah, we will have a little bit of turnover um we will have the <laughs> mark and Colton back on the team all right yeah so bringing them back into the fold <laughs> our lost our lost sheeps back into the fold and good. yeah so it'll be a good team it'll be a good fun season it starts the 30th but our first game isn't until the sixth so yeah it'll be okay. a fun crew mostly the same crew. But you know, we'll have a couple of new guys, and so yeah.
1: Looks like we're well, wrapping up then. Utah lost. UAU got a dub. UVU split yeah. one and one. USU dropped both, and then Weber got two wins. Yes. And that ladies Utah team demolished two and zero.
0: Yeah. So I mean, it looks like. I mean, if you're counting the guy, I mean, the girls' team, the only girls' team in the state, look like they are doing great. looks like they are going to have a solid season. And then you look down the list, BYU still undefeated for, you know, undefeated season, even though the football team. Weber
1: has one OT loss.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, BYU-Weaver look really strong. Utah State is still trying to figure it out, I think. I mean, they have strong games. They have games that I feel like they should win. They look like they're in every game that I've watched. And then... Um the Utah State, I mean the University of Utah that looks like the D one team is they're they're faring and well in their in their division. Yeah. I mean they won Arizona both those games and then dropped these last two, so they're fifty fifty. I guess they got no T loss, that counts more than fifty fifty. And then UVU they got a win. <laughs> a couple yeah. of wins, I think. They're
1: they're like I think they're yeah like a two and five or somewhere on there you know yeah two and four they're you know they they might be like a mid mid five hundred team you know
0: yeah they look like they're having fun though and then the University of Utah D two team um they
1: got some learning curves man yeah
0: and and hopefully they can get it sorted out I mean you don't want to be the this team is good and that team sucks so. I'm really pulling for those boys to, you know, get it figured out. And hopefully, yeah, they can get it figured out and maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's (laughs) It's cool to try and have multiple
1: teams. Yeah. Because, you know, you you get more kids on the ice, you know, a Pac-12 school like the U, I think they just get a lot of kids in the school. They're like, oh, yeah, there's also a hockey team? I'll play hockey because, you know, (laughs) they're from wherever. And Utah is a big university, so they just come out here not really for hockey, but then being good hockey players, so. I think having two teams and potentially even three if they move that, it's awesome. You know, it gives kids a spot to play. But, yeah, you don't want to be, like, completely non-competitive, you know, as the second and third team. So Yeah. I I I think they'll get it together. Their coaching staff, those guys all playing at the D1 level. Yeah. They're top teams. So
0: Well, and more power to them. Hopefully they turn it around. And, yeah, uh, that's about all I got for college. Anything else you wanted to
1: add? Nope. All right. Good.
0: And, I mean, Utah Grizzlies are right around the corner.
1: Dude. Yeah, and, it's exciting. And I just saw they're bringing Boucher back. Yeah, yeah, And Trey, Trey Badley and Peyton Jones.
0: So, yeah, and that was the thing is I heard that a lot of the same team was coming back, which was really exciting because we had a freaking good team last year, and it was exciting to watch them. So seeing a lot of those same names coming back really gets you motivated to get to some of these games and to see the compete level you know just be awesome again this year and win some games and hopefully compete for that Kelly yeah. Cup at the end of the year but 23rd October 23rd get your butts to the Mav they got a right, deal
1: right and next
0: they got a deal going on i think uh i think it's like 9 bucks for tickets i don't know where you can find on them, that I opening know. day
1: yeah for that opening night what what's awesome about this too is we got that, uh, okay, that revamped that Utah-Idaho rivalry. Yeah. As they take on Idaho, that, that home that home opener weekend, and they'll be in Idaho the day before. And then next weekend, they do the preseason uh, yeah. weekend against Idaho, and they have that game in Ogden on Saturday. Yeah,
0: it'll be the ice sheet. Saturday. I know they've yeah, done the
1: it. Yeah, the ice sheet. They've done it a couple of different
0: rings, but, yeah, it'll be the ice sheet. So, hey, if, you know, you live up north and getting down to the Mavericks a little, you know, tough for you sometimes, uh, you to Drive to Ogden.
1: Yeah, and they I think they post the link. It's tickets are through the Ogden Mustangs website. Like on there, it's like Ogamustangs.com slash events. You can get to it. But yeah, no, that's that's gonna be awesome. Like preseason Grizzlies next weekend and then home opener. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, st- here.
0: I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll do like a giveaway for some grizzly tickets. Get some grizzly tickets, give do a giveaway.
1: That's right. We and we're gonna have to get some of those guys back on, you know, Matt Cap. <laughs> yeah, we Jason. I I look to
0: get a lot more grizzly players on the podcast this year and yeah, I just I'm I'm excited to get to some games. It's it seems like it's been so long, even though it was a shortened off season, it's just it feels like we're just like yeah. almost there. I mean, NHL hockey tonight and we're almost to Utah Grizzlies hockey, so
1: <laughs> Right, and Grizzly Legend being named the head coach. Yeah, Brian.
0: I mean, K- Kines, switch? Can Yeah. Yeah, and I I was joking that uh I, I watched the I watched the live feed of like them interviewing them and stuff and and then I was joking tonight um, with some grizzly guys and I'm like dude how come the number one hockey podcast in Utah didn't get invited to this <laughs> you, guys, you guys invite you guys invite Fox Thirteen and not us
1: how could you Absolutely. Yeah, Keep yeah, going on that one. <laughs> Way to troll.
0: Hey, I they said you could have come. You could have come. So uh, I'm I'm holding to it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if we can get some press passes for the season. You know,
1: <laughs> get some live action. Get a couple yeah, post game cool.
0: interviews.
1: <laughs> Dude, I did not realize how much of a force he was. Can ask me yeah. yeah, he's like the all time leader in goals, assists, and points. Yeah, we were... We and he were... had a 100-point season in in 2009, 2010. So that... In 55, 59 games, you know. He's rivaling Conor Rick David there.
0: Yeah, so... I mean, it's mine. But... Yeah, yeah. So that season is the season I had season tickets.
1: Oh, is it? Because okay. me and
0: Autumn got married that year. And so we... That got would have been season... my senior year of high school. Yeah, so we bought season tickets that year because we didn't have kids yet. So we went to these games all the time and stuff, and so, yeah, we had tickets to that game, in the Autumn, when they announced it, I mean, she knew that he was, like, the assistant coach, She's like, wasn't he the captain when we used to go to the games a lot? And I was like, yeah, she's like, yeah, that's what I thought, so it's good to see him, you know, get that, you know, move up in that coaching role, Brandon moves up to the Eagles and move your assistant coach up and in. And I, and I thought that was the way they would go, but you never know when they're going to bring in a new guy, so...
1: You know, yeah, be- and then uh, they kind of pulled a was like you know like a, a goon move that like you know they have an old captain on the movie goon. It's basically <laughs> like a player coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He in. You know, was the he's been on the team for the last three years. He gets pulled in as a, the assistant coach. Well, an assistant coach.
0: Well, in Slapshot, Paul Newman was the player coach. He was the coach, but he no, was a player. Right, so
1: right.
0: I think I think I mean Mar Lemieux bought the Penguins <laughs> and then joined the team.
1: Right with Sidney Crosby that rookie year, yeah, yeah. So no, that's right. He like saved that organization. It was like Penguins could have been done. You know what? And then
0: it's it's stories yeah. like that that like make me
1: blows your mind. Not
0: wish I was a Penguins fan, but you know, <laughs> right. wish that my team had a cool story like that because that that story is it's it's an awesome hockey story and it's just like you could there's a, I forget what the documentary is called that kind of goes about that, but. It's awesome it's heartwarming you know I mean hockey's full of those stories but yeah the whole Marla Mew story from day one to to today is just an awesome story and just yeah I, I think it's awesome and if you haven't heard it, read it go look it up. It's an amazing story I mean you have a guy that was basically... I mean, you, you talk about the rivals and nowadays we have the Matthews McDavid, you know, back before we had the Ovech. I mean, we still have Ovechkin and Crosby, but you know, they were the two guys for ten years and before that and there was a time when it was Marlon Mew and Wayne Gretzky. And like yeah. everyone forgets that Marlon Mew was putting up numbers that were crazy, just like Wayne Gretzky. And he actually surpassed Wayne Gretzky in a couple of years. I think he had like a two hundred point season one year.
1: Yeah, I think he yeah, he had like a 90-something goals and, yeah, like 200 points. That's he was freaking
0: ridiculous. It, it became,
1: and then he went through cancer. Yeah, and then that, that's, that's everything. I mean. Oh, man. Like, wow.
0: Yeah, if you want a right. tearjerker and you like hockey, dude, just look up Mario Muse like, full-on story. And then to see that he He's came a- back from cancer, and then he goes on to buy the team that's about to be bankrupt and then turns them around to what they are now. I mean, okay, let's not talk about what they are today, but let's talk about what they are as a franchise. It's 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 amazing.
1: Yeah, and since he made that decision, you know, to help save the team, they've won three cups, <laughs> And, you know, the, the dynasty has been, you know, had all these number of sellout crowds and stuff with Monk and Crosby, and, you know, it is the Penguins that we know today. It's just, yeah, it's a remarkable story. But I think, yeah, it was him and Yager doing it, 91, 92. Yeah you yeah. know, with the mullets <laughs> the and, mullets. you know, those guys putting up 150 plus points, beating out Gretzky. And then the, yeah, coming if you're first full circle,
0: <laughs> if you want, if you're a penguins fan, you want a new wallpaper for like your cell phone. Just go Google the picture of cross or uh, Marlon you oh, yeah. and, and, uh, Yager with their back to back, you know, posing <laughs> like they, like they went Dude, to the classic. Like they're like 15 year olds that would got their photos taken. Cause they're best friends. <laughs>
1: It, you you love it like when you see young hockey like they players get drafted like eighteen, you see their draft picture and they look like they're just twelve, like the jerseys like drowning them. <laughs> yeah. You know, and they're holding a the stick in their hand, trying to like pose in a fierce way, and you're like, Man, that kid looks like he needs to eat his Wheaties or something. You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Anyways, I guess we're derailing.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get back on track here. <laughs> NHL season I think pretty much starting tonight. Yeah. And yes. let's, let's run through this. Let's run through it. We'll try not to be all night. We got games to watch. <laughs> so, yep. all right. we want to start in the Central Division?
1: Yeah. Let's talk Central. Is that? Yep. Yep, yep. That, that's the one that's actually still the same from last year. Like, it's still called the Central. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every yeah. other division that was from last year's. Is- not not, yeah, not the same.
0: Anyway. But, yeah, yeah. but yeah, the Central is the Central. And so, I mean, Arizona Coyotes, Um, the moves, they they brought in Gossespierre, Strawman, Jay Beagle, Dzingle, and given Alex Galchenyuk a second round. And, you know, all these guys are like guys that are like people are done with them. And I guess Arizona's just like, we got to fill the roster with NHL caliber people. Because
1: yeah. Because
0: they also got rid of Darcy Cumper, Aiden Hill. So they're two top goalies last year. They gave away or traded away but Oliver. Right what?
1: I don't know if they got rid of Hill, too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think he just was contract was up, but yeah. So Oliver Eckman is gone. Him. You know, Connor Garland was gone. is gone. That's right. Oh, Top player last year and Christian Dvorak, boom, gone.
1: So they got Phil the thrill. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got they got Phil Kessel. Yeah, just hanging out.
1: Oh, man. He's
0: their top I, guy. You know,
1: I applaud what they've done with the uniforms. They gone back to Kachina look. I think it's a much better look than before. But you know, GM decisions. I'm not sure what they're going for here. If they're Trying to rebuild again, yeah, get some draft I, I, I,
0: I don't know if a, 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 a literally like a fire sale is the best thing to do. The year that your lease is up,
1: <laughs> yeah. And they want to move. They want to make a case to move into the Tempe area or the downtown Phoenix area, or whatever. It's like, well, if you're not going to win a lot of games, it's going to be even harder to make that sell.
0: But our jerseys are sick. But we got cool unis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they need a new home coming up this next year or renew it. So I don't know. Arizona does not look very promising.
1: I know. I mean, hey, yeah. If you talk to get down for a team, it'd be awesome. But I don't know. We got, we got. uh, You know, these doctors have gotten a lot of popularity.
0: So, so don't mean to jump back on anything, but the Luke Robitaille is a big part in the Salt Lake game coming to Utah. And he is pushing very hard for an AHL team in Utah.
1: I've heard this before, and that would be sweet, too. I mean, so Jay Stevens, we have a Maverick Center. That, yeah. would, that, that could definitely house an AHL team, no problem.
0: Yeah, so Jay Stevens did an interview with him this last week, and he asked him that specific question. And he said, if you only knew how hard I was pushing for this, like – so
1: wow, really on the puck report?
0: Yeah, yeah it was for or whatever case. Yeah, I think it was puck report or whatever. I I still uh, claim that we're the we're the number one podcast in Utah for hockey because we're on all platforms,
1: <laughs> and we we record often and consistently. <laughs> Jay's sporadic. Jay, I will say, has got a lot of cool connections. Yeah, you know,
0: we'd love to have him on the podcast. We should probably reach out to him. I bet he would high levels.
1: Out. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's got a very, like, a, a cool career in the both the roller and ice side. So, yeah. It'd be fun to talk to him for sure.
0: Yeah. All right. So, jump back to the NHL. <laughs> Maybe we should, we should talk about that. We should remember to talk about that game at the end of this, the episode. Because we, yeah, that, really there was an, a game here, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, LA and Vegas. We'll talk about it at the end the episode. Wow. <laughs> LA was the home team, it didn't feel that way.
0: <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. So all right, let's jump back into the central division. Um National Predators. Um they added Cody Glass and David Riddick and got rid of Pekka Rene, retired, Ryan Ellis and Victor Arvidson. So they're they're not getting any better.
1: I don't see them, yeah, moving up.
0: Um I mean, Duchesne's still getting paid, you know, top cheddar. A lot of money. And enjoying that country I, music, but I really don't see him. He's one it. of those
1: guys. I would love to see him, like, have a resurgence. He seems like a good dude, and I, he's put up you know a lot of points in the past, but he just, yeah, for whatever reason, he's found that big deal in Nashville. And,
0: he, I think he's just going to yeah, ride it into the sunset.
1: He might just make all that money and then call it good, which, Kay. hey. Get it while you can.
0: Yeah, so I really Maybe don't... you'll
1: get bought out, one of those deals where he gets paid $2 million for like 15 <laughs> <laughs> more years and then gets to go play for another team. <laughs> that's
0: right, that's right. You know, one deal, one-year deal, you know, try and make a Stanley Cup run. But, yeah, I don't know. Nashville, I don't know if Saros and Forsberg and Yossi can really carry that team. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see if they all stick it out.
1: Right, like, they could be, like, on the, the bubble there, you know, that 4-5 spot, but it yeah. seems harder to see them achieving any more, especially with the other teams in that division. Yeah, so,
0: yeah, Nashville does not look good. Um, St. Louis Blues? They, yeah, I don't see them. Two years, they I, won the they, Cup, they what, the two years same. ago? Two years ago, that seems like so long ago. The Blues won a Stanley Cup, but they did. And it seems like ever since they won that Stanley Cup, it was like, that's all we wanted.
1: One Stanley yeah, Cup. Yeah, and now what well, Tarasenko is like trying to get out, but yeah. he has missed a lot of games and is a, owed a lot of money. So It's like, you don't got a whole lot of legs to stand on. Maybe you should come produce for yeah. a season again before you really start to fight your organization.
0: Yeah, so St. Louis Blues add Brandon Saad, which I think is at the tail end of his Productivity. He, he might yeah, really he turn it on. I mean, there's still a couple good guys there from that cup winning team. And then we got my favorite name in hockey right now, Butch Navich. Yeah. <laughs> from the Rangers. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's my favorite when you're watching the game. And Butch Navich takes it to the net. <laughs> Total hockey it's a name. Good name. Good hockey <laughs> name. But they lost Jaden Schwartz and Vince Dunn, both going to the Kraken. And they lost Mike Hoffman also. So, didn't, I mean, they lost some key guys, but not like superstars. But, yeah, like Tarasenko, he's on his way out. And Jordan Bennington, have we seen Jordan Bennington that we saw in the Stanley Cup?
1: Yeah, was he like a one-and-done you know, Stanley Cup run, kind of like a Matt Murray Yeah, I mean he situation. mean hey, Murray was two and done, but...
0: It looks like he's having a good time there. He's He dressed up the other day as a player and, like, came out for, like, the, like, end of the game, like, team rally. Like, they won. You know, everyone, that like, goes around the goalie. He went through on some, like, player gear and, like, went out there and, like, you
1: know... High, really?
0: High-fived all the guys in player gear. and They're like, what? <laughs> you know?
1: well, so, that's pretty dope.
0: It was funny. I mean, last year he went on that little... Fit Rampage where he, you know, fake sucker punched all the guys on the Sharks on his way of getting thrown out of the game. He's a
1: character for sure. He definitely, he's entertaining. <laughs> yeah, but... If they're not winning games, at least they have entertaining goalie.
0: I think we're a long way from the, do I look nervous? You know, Bennington. That cool, calm yeah. guy. But, yeah. you know, that's alright. But yeah, nothing really exciting happening with the Blues. For a team that won the Cup two years ago, they just don't really seem like a team that is, it's, is close to winning a cup anytime soon?
1: <laughs> hard to imagine that, yeah.
0: And then moving on, we got the Chicago Blackhawks.
1: Dude, I, Blackhawks. Yeah, I mean, did well.
0: Like they added Seth Jones. I mean, Mark Andre Fleury. You know, have you heard of That's him? That's like okay. one
1: of my favorite additions of the year, and especially for nothing.
0: Like, yeah, they got him for like free. Nothing. I got the, the report came out that it was for nothing. And I felt like they like make up a name. So they, then we'd think we traded for something.
1: <laughs> yeah. We don't like Vegas doesn't want the Vesna trophy winner just to go for nothing. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, wow. Even though they really did.
0: <laughs> they traded a guy. They're like, who's that? Oh, it's our stick guy.
1: <laughs> it's a stick oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The equipment manager, man. He's, he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Did your jock straps will all be clean.
0: He's like, Oh, isn't that guy have been there for a long time? Oh, not that guy. The guy we hired last week.
1: <laughs> he's been his apprentice though, so he's been really he's really good too.
0: Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's like, Okay, just lied. He's the janitor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the United he actually Center. died last week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those one day contracts, you know, they signed. <laughs> they trained yeah. a dead guy that just wanted to be on an NHL roster. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. But all right, get back. So they they had Seth Jones, they had Flurry, um, they had Tyler Johnson. I mean, he won a the Cup, and it's not really, an, right. yeah. and it's not really an addition. But I mean, Jonathan Taves is back this year, so I I see it as an addition.
1: Yeah, I think you know they can make a push. They, I mean, Patty Kane, Patrick Kane has been a top five player for the last. 10 years. I mean, he's gotten better over the last like five years of his career too, as he's gotten older. And as the dynasty has kind of been on the downward trend, like his point in production has gone up. So yeah. And like, he's still poised to, to lead and to win.
0: Yeah. And really the only thing they lost was Duncan Keith, a guy that was costing way too much
1: money at the tail end of his career. Yeah. So what is he? Yeah. He's like 36, 37. Yeah. Making money.
0: Like, I think it was eight something. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, I everyone is is counting the Blackhawks out. So, they're like, oh, it'll be a fun. I think they're going to be one of the funnest teams to watch this year.
1: Yeah. I was excited to see them achieving the way they did last year and that, you know, it was a kind of mid run. They they looked like they were going to make it into a playoff spot. Yeah.
0: I mean, they, they got, got Kuba League, like three they or before, and
1: I was like, there we go. Yeah.
0: yeah. They had to bring it.
1: was yeah. like top. I think
0: he was like third or fourth in goals
1: last year. So yeah, so I I well, think see
0: why not? Blackhawks are going to make a push. Um, yeah, but I mean, the really what we'll, we'll see is if the new core and the old core and the 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 young core can all come to be a solid core. Because I really, I mean, you think about it. You think about the new guys we just talked about; those are all solid guys. You think about the guys that have been there for a long time. Those guys are solid guys, and then you think about the Debrincats, the Kubelik, you know, the Kirby
1: Docks. Those guys are good too. So yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah, they've they've been breeding talent for a long time out there. Now they just need to get that next level of talent to stay there because what Teravainen and Panarin, those guys came out of Chicago, yeah, quite originally. It's like they they some of the top players on other teams have, have grown up in Chicago. So now. it's Time to keep that young core there. Yeah, mesh it with the the old dynasty and and make it happen. Yeah,
0: so I think it's going to be a fun season to watch Chicago Blackhawks. And, yeah. But moving on to the Minnesota Wild. A team that Mm. can't quite seem, I mean, I feel like they add Goligoski, Jordy Ben, you know, super-duper mullet hair guy. John Merrill, and Kulikov. No one that's really, like, jumping out at you. They're just – they feel like filler guys. I mean, they lose Prese, Suter, and Benino, and Marcus Johansson, and Sosi. I mean, those are all guys that kind of helped them, you know, push that team in these last couple years. I mean, they kind of were all kind of on the tail end of their production, but
1: – They're older guys, yeah.
0: But those are guys that were important pieces to this team, so – I don't know. I feel like Minnesota can't quite just you know decide if they want to be just that last team that makes the playoffs out first round, or if they want to rebuild, or if they really want to contend.
1: Yeah, at this point, it seems like they might as well start trying to build around Kaprizov and those younger guys. Because yeah, it doesn't seem like they're going to make a, a bigger push than you know number four seed maybe win a playoff series, you know, but that's, that's like the peak.
0: Yeah. Cause they, I mean, they got Kareel Kaprizov, Kareel the thrill back. He signed his contract and Kaquinen in, in goal looks promising. So, I mean, Cam Talbot's the other goalie out there. So maybe, you know, you get a couple extra goals from Kaprizov and you get a couple of good saves from these two goalies, and you could be right in the mix of the playoffs and probably lose first round again. So that's probably right. Where they'll be.
1: <laughs> that's an achievement. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, if you're a team, I mean, the Detroit Red Wings, after being the dynasty they were and then winning that cup against the Penguins, they still made the playoffs for, like, another 10 years, it seemed like. I mean it wasn't ten years, probably like yeah. four years.
1: But still it was somewhere they on there. were
0: they were that consistent team of like, we're just gonna make the playoffs. And everyone's... Yeah, I mean with
1: Lishram and Datsu and all those guys, yeah. They kept that high level of, of that high standard of excellence there, you know, for the next it was like five years, six years somewhere on there.
0: Yeah, so the Minnesota Wild are like the Utah Jazz of the NHL, you know. <laughs> Just, they're consistent, yeah. you know, just getting into the playoffs.
1: <laughs> and they'll, they'll get your hopes up really high.
0: Yeah, I, I can only imagine being a fan from there, because hockey's pretty big in Minnesota, so. Yeah, but yeah, nothing really crazy going on there. Like, I think they're kind of a boring team to watch, but.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's right. like, yeah, it's just like enough to get it done, like, you know, but nothing's going to, like, Wow, you, except for Carrillo now. Like yeah, Free zone, I mean, I know,
0: he's fun to watch. Got him in the fantasy draft last night, so.
1: you didn't have him, that was a good pickup.
0: Hopefully he'll get me a couple goals, so. All right, moving on to another team that I just don't know where they're at, but the Dallas Stars.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know, I mean, Sagan's going to be back for a full season, but I don't really know what he is at this point. Yeah. Our... It like It's been so long since I've seen Sagan play are are or like
0: Tyler saying and Jamie Benn still superstars in this league.
1: I don't know. Like, like I'm leaning more towards no than yes. Like,
0: like do they score 30 goals this year or do they score 10 goals this year?
1: Yeah, I'm thinking like a 30-40 total points, you know. Is <laughs> like what I'm imagining happening. Like if I see them in the 50s or 60s, I feel like that's a stellar year. Yeah, so for them, but...
0: so the Dallas Stars picked up from the Minnesota Wild Ryan Suter, and then they got new suitcase guy Braden Holpe. <laughs> <laughs> and you know I mean they got they already had so so here you have a team that was in the finals two years ago. We forget that these guys were in the finals two years ago in the bubble. They beat the Colorado avalanche game seven it was crazy you know they got in and they even took it to game six they got two wins against the Tampa Bay Lightning
1: yeah it was a competitive series and they uh didn't they did they go up on the abs three1 is that what it was and the abs almost came back yeah, on any yeah. of that series and like the abs were on a tear it's like they made a huge had a huge series win to come out of the west and then got two games in the cup and I thought last year they were going to pull, like they were going to turn around this, that whole, whole all season last year. I was like, okay, you know, Dallas is going to turn it on. Yeah. And then it was like, oh yes, they're really not.
0: Yeah. I mean, they lose Dickinson. He's a good player. They, they lost Lesiac in the draft. And then Cogliano just signed with the sharks. And so they didn't really lose. I mean, they lost two good players, but they brought in two pretty good guys, but they brought in Hopi and I, that's such a weird, like, thing because they got Ben Bishop now and Kudobin, which were their two goalies when they went to the finals. Both those goalies are pretty good. But then Kudobin kind of emerged as the starter and that, like, fan favorite. Yeah. And then they bring up Ottering, Otter Jing or whatever. And he, they decided, is going to be the starter this year. But then you trade for Braden Holpe. So you literally have four NHL goalies on this roster. And, yes – Ben Bishop will be hurt the entire season probably. He'll come back. He'll, yep. you know, twist his knee weird or his hip or whatever. <laughs> and then you got Kudobin who will be, you know, Kudobin that's – he's he's okay. He's he might, tricky. He might steal a couple games, but he's not going to be your every night guy. And then you got Holpe that just is not captured that magic that the Capitals had. You know, I think I think him not signing with the Capitals really did something with his psyche because he just isn't. He's like a Duchene, Matt Duchesne.
1: not the same guy. <laughs> he's a yeah. Matt
0: Duchesne of goaltenders.
1: Yeah, That's a good <laughs> way to put it, man. He has not been able to produce to that level. Yeah, so. Since
0: I don't know. Can Jason Robertson be a superstar? You know, he won he won the Calder, and so we'll see if he can. Did he get it over Capriza?
1: Or did he finish? Uh, maybe,
0: maybe Kaprizov. No, yeah, Kaprizov. Okay, he was a finalist for the Calder. But, yeah, so yeah. can he can he be a superstar on this team? I, I think, you know, hot take, I think he's the the points leader on this team this year. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah. He, I think it would be him and Pavelski. I think he'll be points leader. Pavelski will probably be goals leader.
0: Yeah, and, yeah, Pavelski's getting up there in age two. So I don't see the I know. stars. He's kind of had
1: a resurgence.
0: Yeah. I don't see the stars doing much this year. Yeah. From two years of, you know, from being in that cup final or whatever to where they are now.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. Cause you know, like everybody says like, you never remember who like finished second or who lost the cup, you know? And like, we remember these teams, but it's like, they are not like doing anything to help us remember who these teams wore these cups. Like, well, the stars lost, and then like, I mean, Blues actually did win it. But like, these two teams, man, they're like that. You're like bottom feeders now. You're like, man, these guys were at the peak, are at the
0: pinnacle. Well, right that, there. Yeah, I mean, imagine if that game seven Blues Boston goes the other way. Boston's still a pretty good team. Blues, you know, forget oh, about them. Yeah. Think back to the Sharks and the Nashville teams that played the Penguins. Forget about them, and here they are. I think Montreal Canadiens are gonna be in that same boat this season, and yeah. yeah, I just don't. And the Dallas Stars, forget about them. So, yeah. And, and yeah, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like in the past, the Stanley Cup Finals have not been as exciting as, like, the Eastern Conference Finals or the Western Conference or, like, the second round in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, this, you know, we had some good series leading up to the Cup this year. I mean, in that Lightning year was Islanders good. series, yeah. that was good. That was
0: a fun one, yeah. But, but. yeah, I mean, Montreal beating out Vegas, like, it just, I mean, if you would have put at the beginning of the season, you're gonna see Montreal and Vegas in the Eastern Conference Final. you be like, what? Vegas is gonna kill them. And yeah. then Montreal, Montreal played that boring, slow hockey and just grind it out, and it worked.
1: And they had a way more fun Western <laughs> Conference run than the Stanley Cup, right? You know, they they did not look like the team that belonged in the Stanley Cup when they yeah. got there. You know, yeah. like, oh hey, these are the big boys. I mean, they end up getting a game, but was it was after three straight losses, right? I think yeah. they won an elimination game.
0: But, yeah. but would we have rather had a cup final that was Vegas-Tampa Bay? Like, that would have been a fun cup final, I think.
1: I would rather seen, yeah, or Colorado. And the year play, before, you know, Tampa.
0: Colorado instead of Dallas, playing Tampa Bay. Oh, man. Those have been good cup Dude, finals.
1: May- With as good as Nathan McKinnon is in the playoffs, you know, in the postseason. Oh, man, to see him, yeah, in Stanley Cup awesome
0: yeah so yeah moving on from the Dallas Stars let's go to the the Winnipeg Jets the Jets I think are still a good team they seem to be that team that just stays good you know they 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 keep producing young guys they bring in a couple guys and they lose a couple guys every season but they stay good I mean when you got a core that's you know, like theirs, it's got Wheeler, it's got Shifley. Hellebuck's an all-star every year. So, yeah, you can bet around Connor, those guys. Phillip yeah, Houston. Kyle Connor. Yeah. I mean, he's but he's homegrown. All of these guys are homegrown guys. Appleton. Yeah, no, they got a
1: solid 4 no, They lost
0: Appleton. So, yeah. I mean, they brought in Nate Schmidt and Brandon Dillon, like two, you know, second, third pair of D guys to kind of help bolster that defense. So, they lost Appleton, Forbert, and backup goalie Brosoit. So, it'll be a fun season for the Winnipeg Jets. I think they're gonna fare well. I mean, they did. Um, they they went to the old sweep, got swept last season in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> they swept the Oilers and then they got swept by the Canadians. And so I think they got a little something to prove.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that one blew my mind. I was that was when I was at AT. And, yeah, I was in the field for like a couple weeks there and <laughs> yeah, just didn't yeah. see anything. And then I got. Like service my phone finally, and I was like, "Wait, what? the 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 Jets end up getting swept and then being swept? Yeah, like I didn't. Yeah, what
0: just happened here? So, yeah, I mean, they have the longest tenured coach in the the league with Paul Maurice, and he always seems like a confident guy that has every guy on that team's back. So, I honestly think that this is one of those teams where I think coaching is actually what drives them and what you know pushes this team. And so, yeah. I think they'll be great. I think uh we're still waiting to see who wins this Pierre-Luc Dubois Lanny trade. Maybe this season we see one yeah. of them kind of take a a stride cuz both last season they both kind of took a step backwards we're Okay, think. Yeah. We're yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, neither of them were the the players that we we thought they were before the trade.
0: Yeah. So, I think the Winnipeg Jets will be back in the playoffs. I think we'll see some of those great whiteouts again. And, yeah, they didn't have them last year because of COVID. So, I think they're going to – that barn's going to be rocking again. And, yeah, moving on to the last team in the Central that we would talk about, um, the Colorado Avalanche. I think they, you know, I think they're going to be pretty good this year. <laughs>
1: they stayed solid, I would say, yeah.
0: Well, and that's the hard thing is, like, they – I don't know. The only like, thing they I feel like they're kind of like they're the Pittsburgh Penguins the second time around but they just haven't won a cup or had, you know, the the, the 8 years in between because I mean they they add Darcy Cumper after you know Goobauer just decides like, hey, I'm leaving." You know, everyone thought he was going to resign. Why yeah. wouldn't he? And he just you see that Seattle Kraken signing and then It's like they're scrambling. They probably called every team in the NHL. It was like, hey, hey, hey,
1: (laughs) what you got, what you got, what you got? Yeah. That was one of those, like, that must have been his idea or someone he talked to over there in Seattle, like, you're going to be the guy. And it seemed like that one really threw Washington for – or caro for a loop. And, and, and I mean, the rest of us, too, I was like, what? I mean, you were right there. And you have, like, all your players that you're playing with are, like, promising for another five years. Like None of them are on the downhill. And Except Joe, for maybe Eric Johnson and East. But you got Kel McCarr <laughs> now though. You know? yeah. Like Eric Johnson and,
0: and Bowen and Byram, so it's coming up. So I mean yeah. you got solid D guys coming up in front of you. And Joe Sakic has been very diligent on keeping all these guys. And I think the Nathan McKinnon, you know, discount deals are a thing of the past for the Colorado Avalanche. I don't think Nathan McKinnon's gonna give him another discount. Um Kel yeah, McCarr didn't give him I a don't discount. Know. I mean, he might, but and he was pretty fed up at the yeah. end of last season. So I think Nathan yeah, McKinnon
1: seems, is going to be – Like, he's so competitive. Yeah. That, you know, it's, it's to the point where he's probably pissing people off or yelling at people on, you and know, then, in the locker from the bench because that's well, they, how much he cares and how bad he wants to win.
0: Yeah, there was a couple of confrontations between coaches and stuff on the bench last season, or was it the season before that? But he's had those, those – and so he just looks like a guy that can compete. And – I mean, there's a big controversy now of like who's the best player in the NHL. Like, yeah, it's Connor McDavid, but isn't McKinnon number two? Is Matthews yeah, number and two? They got is... ranked
1: this year. Yeah. Is Drysdale? Oh yeah, Matthews. You know, it's it, it gets so close at that like those last five. You know, those like first five. You're like, you, you know, could almost you could even make a a case that Vasilevsky is yeah. the number one. Like yeah. the goalie yeah, is such an say... important position. You know.
0: Yeah, because he is. I mean, you could say that, and I think no goalie is going to be anyone's first pick for best player in the league, but you could make a case for that. I think you could for anybody in the top ten, like you said. But, you know, I, I, I don't know. I Hopefully Colorado can do it, but they did lose a lot of people. I mean, they lost Brandon Saad, Ryan Graves, um, Don Scoy, um Bellomar, they lost both goalies. So they lost Grubauer and Dubnik. I mean, Dubnik didn't play much, but lost Patrick Nemeth. And that's a lot of guys.
1: It's A lot of turnover, yeah. But um, I think
0: that I, course is I mean, those are kind off. of like
1: role players. Except for Sad didn't have a pretty good year. Yeah. But other than that, you know, it yeah, seems those like those are, are, those are your, you your fillers
0: fill. on the fourth, third line kind of guys. I mean, they locked up Landeskog. That was kind of one of those, like, uh, are they going to yeah. do it? Is he going to go to Seattle? Everyone was like, oh, he's going to Seattle. He's going to Seattle. So I was happy he yeah. stayed. I really like Landeskog as a captain. He's one of those captains that he's really good. He's not the best player on the team,
1: but he'll drop the gloves. He'll, you know. Like, yeah, he's going to do all those captain things. I think he seems like a good balance or, like, counter to, like, Nathan McKinnon's kind of wild craziness. You know, like, how his competitiveness, it seems like, you know, Landis is the guy that's, like, cool, calm, collected. Like, yeah, you go out there and produce and you get mad, but I'm, you know, I'm going to be here holding the fort down.
0: So. Yeah, so I, I think Landis Gog being back is solid for that team on whole different levels. To have your captain back, that's good. And, and you got Bo and Byram coming up. You got some young guys coming up. So hopefully they can take that leap, you know, in the absence of all these other guys that have left. Um, yeah, and hopefully Cumper can be that goalie that that's I not become – right? hopefully he doesn't become an Ice And He was actually really good for Arizona. Like he was a solid goalie, but can he be the number one goalie that's supposed to win a Stanley Cup? I think the Colorado Avalanche have the best odds right now to win the Stanley Cup this year. Even, yeah, over, and, even over the Tampa Bay Lightning.
1: And I would say I, I would agree with those. I, I am mean, those those are the two teams I'd pick to be in the Stanley Cup. <laughs>
0: yeah, one of them won't be. One of them will be a team that we didn't think should be there, and <laughs> we'll forget about in two years. Which,
1: which is awesome. But yeah, you, <laughs> it's so hard to know that is going to is you know. Uh, Edmonton finally gonna pull together in playoffs or Toronto, you know.
0: or is it gonna be like the Islanders and then they don't win it and then like the Islanders in two years like suck.
1: <laughs> Very trots the <of> tires finally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, that's the whole Central. Um, do you want to go through all of our winners at the end, or you want to do them? We'll go to the end. Sure. Okay. All right. So, you want to stay in the West and go over to the Pacific? Yeah. All right, stay in the West. It's,
1: uh, Vegas is to lose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, Mason's over here yawning. It's getting late. It's getting late. I'm trying to finish this. It's bedtime. We're going to make it. All right, we're going to make it. All right, so Anaheim Ducks. You know, everybody's writing them out. Everyone's like, dude, Anaheim's going to suck this year. I, I'm, I'm an Anaheim believer. I think they have a solid goaltender, which is a good start. But... With, I mean yeah. Brock gets left back I mean they still have Silverberg raquel Henrique
1: you know and, you know maybe told... yeah really makes the jump you know and then they uh, got a... I would love to see him make a colder run
0: yeah like dude, they got a solid they have two players that are supposed to be in that colder run they have Jamie Drysdale on defense and they have Trevor zegres playing um, for they, they moved him to center. That's why he went back down to the goals is because they want to transition oh, him from okay. winner to center. So he's coming back up and he's playing center. If you watched any of their preseason, the young guys look good. I mean, you got Max Jones, you got Sam Steele, you got Come To Us. Like, it, it, it's a good-looking team. Lundstrom, it looks good. And so I really think Anaheim is going to su- surprise some people this year. And – I mean they. I mean they got uh, Kevin Shannon Kirk back there, Cam Fowler still. So yeah, I think you you think Anaheim's gonna suck because you watched them. They did score, I think the least amount of goals last year in the NHL, which I think they can change that by a long shot this year. But when you look at that roster, you're like eh, these guys aren't that bad. So
1: it doesn't seem like it could definitely be the best team in California. <laughs>
0: They could. I mean, <laughs> I mean, let's jump over to the San Jose Sharks, which I think will be the worst team in California for dude, tons of reasons. And
1: I feel like I am scared to know all of what Evander Kane does in his personal life. You know, like, it just seems like something new is out <laughs> every freaking the week. New dude. COVID, like,
0: the new COVID card? Like, oh, no. I, I feel like at this point, you got people just digging for stuff. Like, I don't know. Like, who, who came up with this and who even like, you think that's fake? I don't know. Let's maybe, look, let's look, <laughs>
1: you know? maybe he is a scapegoat where now we're just making up drama, but it, it seems like just, he's got, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just like the party, man. He just seems like he's got a lot going on. So he, outside of hockey or gambling, so, you know, yeah. So women, if, all that good stuff. So
0: ESPN, is you know making a push because a lot of these games are going to be on ESPN this year. You know the first two tonight are both on ESPN, and so they sat down with Vander Kane and did an interview, and it was actually a pretty good interview. And this was before the COVID thing, but they she talked okay. to him about the gambling. She talked to him about the abusive stuff or whatever, and he seemed pretty straightforward. He he said he's done gambling, like he's not going to do it anymore. He he like says I had a problem, it was an addiction. And when you do stuff like that, you're just not in the right, you know, mindset. I mean, they, they talked about a game that he yeah. played in Vegas that he got thrown out of the game, but it was rumored that he was out late the night before gambling and lost a bunch of money. And then he goes and throws a fit on the ice and gets thrown out of the game. So
1: he thought he was throwing the game, right? Is that They, they did he think was... he was
0: throwing games and she asked him all three of those questions. Did you ever bet on games you were in? Did you ever purposely lose games? Did you ever purposely play poorly? You know, and he no 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 it was pretty straight face. But I mean he, I don't know. I'm not I'm not going to call him a liar. I'm not going to say anything. It's not my place to say. But if I was a team owner, I don't know if I'd want him on my team. But if I was owning a fantasy team, when he does get picked up, I'm telling you, Vander Kane is going to have the best season he's ever had. You're calling that? I'm calling it right now, Vander Kane. Yeah. Hot take from Nick, Vander Kane. If he gets picked up per game, so if he doesn't play for six months and he only plays for the last two per game, he'll have his best two, you know, months of the season. But I really think, I mean, look at Patrick Kane. I mean, he had all those allegations that one year comes back, just lights it up. I think negative energy has a way of working in a positive way. And especially for, like, sports people, like, I think they just use it. And that's why they're where they are is they're able to channel that energy throughout their career. So I think Evander Kane's going to have a stellar year wherever he ends up playing. I don't think he's going to play in San Jose. I think they will trade him before he comes back as so, long
1: as that negative energy doesn't become make you untouchable. You yeah, yeah. Like if it gets to the point where organizations are too scared.
0: And that's to probably where he's you. at is like, people are like, I'd rather just not be on the with bubble. This. I'd rather just not deal with it. Yeah. With it. So, um, yeah. San Jose sharks. They add Nick Benino, Cogliano. They bring back James Reimer and they add in Aiden Hill. Um, they lost Ryan Donato. They lost Martin Jones. And probably gonna lose Evander Kane, but yeah, I don't know. And Carlson and Burns, you know, are they still playing there? <laughs> yeah, they're they're still playing there. They're just
1: kind of riding it out, man. Carlson's yeah,
0: Carlson's making like 14 million just to show up. He cut his hair.
1: He cut, did he cut the flow?
0: Yeah, he cut the flow. He's got a clean cut now. So
1: he did have the you know that insane beak on Kessel last year. <laughs> I guess I looks like a peewee. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: that, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. So, I don't know. I don't think that Burns and Carlson and Hurdle are gonna do it. And Logan Chur.
1: Sure. Yeah, I think they'll put up some numbers, but you I,
0: know, I would. I would. I, I would put money. on a lot of
1: game.
0: I would. I wouldn't be scared to bet that there might be the worst team in the NHL this year.
1: They'll be, be battling Los Angeles probably.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, let's jump. Let's jump over to the Kings. I think Kings. I don't know. I mean, we we'll talk about that game we just watched in Salt Lake City.
2: They I mean, look good though.
0: actually. LA yeah. had a and, lot of starters in on the ice. Mark no, or or Vegas
1: there. did. Yeah, no,
0: I mean, Vegas. Yeah, yeah, Vegas had yeah, a lot yeah. of teams out there. Like, dude, Robin Leonard was the starting goalie. He didn't finish out the game. I would, but he was a starting goalie. Yeah.
1: And the key, I was like impressed with how much starters they brought to Vegas. Yeah. In a yeah. preseason game to Utah, I was like, what? They got all these studs out here in, in LA sitting here with no balls, just not bringing anybody. And it worked.
0: Yeah. I mean, they didn't bring Kopitar. I don't even think Brown played. Quick sat on the, no, I didn't see, you know, off the ice. And the, the did you didn't see Dowdy. Yeah. The third string goalie was the goalie playing. Garrett Sparks. He's third on was the he chart. third string. Because Cal he Peterson cuz so Cal Peterson will start. He's the starter this year. So Jonathan Quick is number 2 and that puts Garrett Sparks in number 3. Garrett Sparks okay. used to play for the Leafs, but he's kind of been around a little bit. He was he was actually playing for Vegas last year, I believe. So yeah, so I mean, your third string goal is looking that good. And yeah, I mean, you got some young guys and they bring in Victor Arvidsson, proven guy from Nashville. They bring in Alex Edler, a seasoned veteran on the blue line. And then you bring in um, Philip Denault from Montreal, that I think was one of their key pieces in getting to where they were. So I think he was the steal of free agency. And he's playing for the LA Kings. And they got a bunch of young guys. They got Turcotte, they got Byfield. Um, I mean, they got three yeah. solid goalies I mean just in case quick
1: gets hurt with a still looks very promising, you know, very capable and then Brown and Dowdy are still yeah you know good players
0: so i I think you know we joke that Kings are gonna suck, but I don't know when you look at this division, I mean three of these teams yeah. are gonna make the playoffs
1: right and I guess if you look at like yeah what Vancouver, Seattle Calgary, you know, like I could see them easily being better than those teams.
0: Yeah, I mean, Calgary, we can go over them real quick. I mean, Calgary, they like, they bring in Blake Coleman and Zadorov, so they're bringing in a little Stanley Cup flair, you know, a guy that's kind of caught some fire for being on the Lightning as a hard-working guy. And they lost Derek Ryan and their captain, Juridano. So I think it's a 50-50. I mean, they are a little bit more on the D with losing Juridano, but I mean – I think Kachuk is, he's their guy right now, but I don't, I don't know. I think they're going to be big sellers at the trade deadline and, and Kachuk, I don't know. Does he go? Does he stay? Does Johnny Gaudreau stay? Does Sean Monahan stay? Are they selling Markstrom at the end of the the trade deadline? I mean, are they, are they lighting this team on fire, the flames (laughs) and
1: starting over? Unintended. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see those guys stand I mean they've seemed like a pretty solid core and they've been getting achieving but not quite getting all the way there so um yeah I guess it, it's either way but if they lock one of them in maybe they'll get the other ones but yeah
0: I think I think it's yeah. an all or nothing kind of thing in, in Calgary so I think if the the guys can produce and they're close I don't know I don't think they do good this year. <laughs> right. But hopefully right. we get to see a couple more of those Dowdy-Kachuk, you know, battles. Those are always fun to watch. Yeah. But, all right, let's move on to the Vancouver Canucks. Um, Vancouver, I, I like. I mean, they bring in Oliver ekman Larson and Connor Garland from Arizona. They brought in Halak, mean, another goalie. They got some pretty good goalies there now. They got... Dickinson and they brought in Podkolzin from Russia from KHL and I mean what they lost I mean they lost Hopi, Schmidt and Beagle, a bunch of former Capitals <laughs> and, they lost, and they lost uh, Vertanen and Anton Russell so they didn't lose that many guys that are going to be missed and they brought in some really good guys and for a team that was already making the playoffs, you know, and stuff. So I think Vancouver took a pretty good leap. They got Elias Pedersen and Quinn Hughes signed up for, you know, their contracts. And I think Vancouver looks good.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. Pedersen coming back. I mean, or being completely back. Yeah. Bo Harbat. I think they should be able to produce. Like, they should. I, like, I don't see why I, they shouldn't be a playoff team.
0: They got old. Bozer, Hoser, you know.
1: <laughs> they
0: call it Besser, but it's spelled Bozer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I like the Vancouver team, and I, I've i kind of become a little bit of a of Vancouver fan. Like, i kind of been rooting for them. Maybe it's because the Beaver jerseys are the same as the Vancouver jerseys, but, you know, so. Be I, that
1: color jersey connection, yeah. I do,
0: I do like what Vancouver's doing, and I, I think they're moving in the right in the right, you know, way, and I think they're ready to take that next step, and I think they're going to contend for this division. I think they're going to put a fight up against Edmonton at least. I mean, we'll get to Vegas in a minute, but I mean, we can move over to Edmonton, which I think Edmonton, Vancouver, yeah, you got Connor McDavid, Drysdale, but I think Vancouver has a better team top to bottom.
1: Yeah, and if and if Edmonton was able to make a goalie <laughs> transformation this year
2: <laughs> or, or, or do, oh my figure gosh. something out.
1: Oh they they couldn't get rid of that, uh, that not Smith, the other goalie with the K, you know, yeah. I think his contract, Yeah, it's, it's big like they couldn't move Constiped. that. And it's like, ah, oh man, I see the same problems coming, you know, like McDavid and dry. have got to score all the points. I got to
0: score like nine goals sure. a game just to win. <laughs> Cause neither goalie can stop the puck. I mean, Mike Smith's more likely to like, you know, score a goal right now than I think he is to have a great season.
1: <laughs> so at thirty nine years old. I mean he's an athlete. He's a good he's a proven goaltender, but yeah he's,
0: he's a backup. He's, coming up 40. He's, he's a solid 40 in March. He's a solid backup to a young starter that's gonna play ninety percent of the games and Mike Smith's got to come in for a couple reliefs and maybe ten games tops. That's a Mike Smith role, not the starter of the Oilers with the you know the fastest you know, run and gun team on the planet because when you have run and gun Oilers you have not you know like grinded out games like Montreal Canadiens so like the goalies you know they're running and gun and they're going full speed forward so you get a quick turnover and now you're chasing it and you got a lot more breakaways coming back the other way and Oilers kind of play that like we'll take our chances with like more breakaways our way and we'll give up some more breakaways but we think our breakaways will outnumber their you know production <laughs> so and that's really how the Oilers play just super fast
1: and not a lot of d yeah they're just counting on McDavid to go into that next year where you know it's like a flash movie where everything else is moving in slow motion around him <laughs> You know, because he's going that next level speed. He's you know, in, but he's in the. That, he's that's in not the, every night.
0: Yeah, and he's in the new Matrix movie. Maybe he's like moving slow, just like Neo. You know, <laughs> like yeah. He, whatever. He he's he's got the power too. That's <laughs>
1: that's him. he will get you a hundred points in fifty games, but it may not get you through those grinders in the playoffs when you're going to get to carry Price, you know, or Leonard.
0: Yeah, and can the scoring? like lead to playoff wins. Not with Mike Smith and Koskinen in it.
1: Yeah, that's, that's like the concern, man. It's like, I feel like these guys seem more and more ready to, and poised to, you know, get a second round series win, but without making that, without getting a solid tender, you're like, how is it going to happen? I don't, I don't see them staying in those games.
0: Yeah. So, and, I mean, is Drysdale really the second best player in the NHL or does he kind of get a little bump from playing with McDavid? <laughs> I mean, they don't always play on the same line, so he is really good and he's really smart and he's really good at the puck. But I do think he kind of gets a bump on that list from playing with McDavid.
1: I mean, he seems to benefit, but yeah, he's – yeah, it, there's a case for both sides because he's produced at a pretty high level without McDavid. He has and played on other lines. And when McDavid got hurt two years ago, did he get the heart?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: After? So, I'm, yeah I'm not, so I'm not
0: contesting know. it. I'm I'm asking. I'm asking your opinion. <laughs> I, I,
1: I think he's a proven player on his own. Okay. At this point, I I would say that he can he can play on his own. I was watching that. Um, those one through ten ranks too, and they were talking about how he averaged more points without McDavid than McDavid did with him on the ice or something like that. It was it was uh, interesting. McDavid so, more I mean, benefited
0: from Dry style than Dry style benefits from McDavid.
1: Yeah, like Dry produced more on his own um than McDavid did without him. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, we, we <laughs> Yeah, yeah, something like that. McDavid so,
0: gets more help from Drysdale than Drysdale gets from McDavid is what we're trying to say here.
1: Right. It's just so. yeah we we see the insane numbers of in McDavid. We're so like, maybe it's gotta be
0: Mc... maybe Drysdale's number one and McDavid's two. I don't know.
1: <laughs> that would be interesting. Take take Drysdale away and see what happens. Yeah. Well, because then all they gotta do is double team McDavid. And so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, no Drysdale. <laughs> no problem <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> oh, all right well um, moving on Can, all right so I mean we got we'll go to Vegas I mean like you said it looks like it's their division to lose I mean they're they're like they remind me of the Rangers of the West where everybody that comes out of free agency you like just goes to Vegas now like Evgeny is was a solid player, and so he just goes and joins the, (laughs) you know, Vegas Golden Knights. They lose flurries. They go get a pretty good backup in Soit. And then Nolan Patrick, he was supposed to be the first pick a couple years ago, but he moved to number two because some injury things when he sure went number one. So, but he kind of has had a lot of injuries. But Philly, you know, sent him on over to Vegas. I mean, they lost...
1: Yeah, they and lie. that seems like a win-win because they, I mean, they didn't give up much anything for Patrick. No, like even if he doesn't pan out to be that number one pick, you know, if he's a decent third-line center or something like that, like call it a win. Yeah, he played
0: in that game in Salt Lake and he looked terrible. So
1: <laughs> it was 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 funny is like all those big names did not look it like Mark Stone. I feel like I th- I saw Mark Stone getting like tossed onto the ice. You know, so many Dude, times, like those, I was surprised. I was like, "Man, is he like, is this his first time back on the ice in a while?"
0: Or those power plays in the third period, you were like, "Vegas is gonna score no matter what." I mean, they had Mark Stone out. They had Patcheretti. They had was Theodore out there? Like they had a lot of firepower. I don't know if Theodore yeah. was there, but I remember seeing like those two, and they had I don't know if it was March assault. Out there with them, but like I was like, this is a lot of firepower. Maybe it was Riley, but I just remember saying, Yeah, they got a lot of starters yeah, right, right here. And Mark Stone is a power play guy. Like I was like, they got to score here, they're shooting on Garrett Sparks, third string goalie, and they couldn't do it, they couldn't get it.
1: And they did get some like the, good get action them- going on those, but Sparks was closing the door man dude he was he was like sliding a nice one-timer save yeah
0: oh man that was awesome so
1: yeah i was loving it because i i'm like not about this vegas bandwagon like i think it's cool there's a team in vegas now but like everybody in utah was just like i'm a vegas fan now you know and like i i I don't know dude i didn't Uh, want to help on that bandwagon so i was like trying to troll all these vegas fans around me like cheering la dude i was like go la dude this has been their game man They've been here three or four times now. They're the home team. Yeah, like,
0: I'm definitely – I don't know if I feel bitter towards Vegas because that first season when they went on that run, like, we couldn't watch any of the games because they were out of market and you could only watch them with DirecTV because they have a stupid contract with their – and so literally, like, most of the people in Vegas couldn't even watch it because of this stupid contract, you know? So they were blacked out even in Vegas. So I'm like, I can't watch the games. I don't care. They have this exciting season. I'm not seeing it, so I'm not on the Vegas bandwagon with everybody else. So,
1: yeah. The only thing that, the only person that made me want to root for Vegas is now gone. for a bag of pucks. Yeah, yeah. Mark Andre.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The bag of pucks just had the guy's name on it, and they're like, "Wait, what is this? This is that guy." You know, we just (laughs) the dead guy's bag of (laughs) pucks. Name him. We named him this bag of pucks or whatever. But yeah, so Vegas loses Flurry, Cody Glass, and Ryan Reeves. Looks like, you know, I don't know. I mean, those are those are pretty big names over this last little bit, especially like Reeves and Flurry. You know, those guys have been pretty prominent people on that team. Like when you think Vegas Golden Knights, you thought Ryan Reeves, you thought Mark Andre Flurry. Now they're gone, so. I don't know, is this the one season where Vegas takes a step back
1: or maybe but they it, it you know it seems that way but then with like look at their division you're like yeah right, yeah I, don't know. I know I don't I don't know I don't see who's going to challenge them. you yeah. know but it, maybe maybe the Vancouver you know they they all achieve at the high level that they're capable of you know or Edmonton you know, up until it really matters.
0: <laughs> maybe they get a goalie at the trade deadline. Maybe they maybe Edmonton hey. trades for Markstrom from the Flames. Seems like they like to trade goalies back and forth all the time. So maybe they trade for Markstrom at the trade deadline, and he's their new starter. But I don't know. We'll see that. And then last in the Pacific, the Seattle Kraken. The exciting, oh. the exciting new team in Seattle. Unleash
1: the Kraken.
0: Yeah, so – um, additions on this team is the whole team. <laughs> yep. Subtractions. They have a roster. Yeah. Subtractions. Uh, they already traded away Tyler Pitlick. He was on the team for, you know, a little bit. Um, they traded away Curtis Madrid already. Um, they actually traded away their a goalie.
1: They
0: back to the Capitals. <laughs> so
1: the best week ever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thanks for the best week ever.
0: <laughs> it might've not even been a week. it was, it was, yeah, well, it was, yeah, it was. It was. That was a couple days because they signed Grubauer, and then just sent him back to Washington.
1: You're like that one, one had to be pre planned. He probably know? didn't
0: yeah. get a, like a, a
1: Seattle cup
0: of coffee. You know, he's looking forward to that like cup of coffee, and he, before he could even get out there, he's like, "All right, you've been traded back to Washington."
1: They're like calling jerseys out. You know, like have the box jerseys in the locker room, like calling out the names. You know, like McCann. Taniv. you know, and like, he's just sitting there with no jersey in there. Like, they got, you didn't call my name, coach. He's like, well, hold on, hold on. We got to <laughs> talk. <laughs> it was the scene
0: out of Happy Gilmore. <laughs> you know, yeah. I got your name, didn't I? No, 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 you didn't. He's like, well, better luck next year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was check, <Benicek>, man. <laughs> that was check right there. But yeah. So, I mean, I think. They fumbled the draft. I really think they did. I We've talked about it. I think they screwed the pooch. And Ron Francis did go on and say we didn't get trades like Vegas was offered because people saw how those benefited Vegas, and so they were less likely yeah. to like make those trades, which I don't think that's right. I think you just didn't go get them. I think they had a plan. They did that plan. We'll see if the plan works. Don't. I think they're going to be an exciting team to watch this year, because it's the first. You know this. I mean, you could probably start a drinking game with every time they say this is the first time the Seattle Kraken but take a drink. You know, wow. <laughs> or the or the first time they break a record like that's the first time a new franchise team has scored six goals in the first period. You know, take a drink. Can you believe
1: it? <laughs> there be some drunk people.
0: Yeah, yeah. So,
1: I remember out of beer. Game.
0: <laughs> maybe maybe they get some Kraken uh, and watch a Kraken game. <laughs> 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 Which I hear I think they they're the like the official like like liquor of the team. Like they call them up, like why wouldn't you? <laughs> so Yeah,
1: why not? Capitalize yeah, so, on that. So
0: all right, let's move on. It's getting late. <laughs> let's it jump is. over to uh Mason's favorite division, the Metro. I don't, know what I'm go, I don't know if it's your favorite division, but you know, the penguins playing the metros. Yeah. <laughs> it tends to be. All right. So let's just jump. I got Islanders first on my list. Um, they add Zach Parise and they welcome back draft pick, Zdeno Chara.
1: That was cool. Yeah. That was the original cool. team for Zdeno. So oh they signed Parise. I didn't see that. Yeah, finally I, signed, huh? Yeah,
0: finally signed. So they lost Nick Letty and Jordan Eberle. Um, everybody goes to the Kraken, but I think there's still the underdogs that can, I think they're going to be good, but I don't think everyone says that they think the Islanders can win the East. And that's just because I think they've gone up against the lightning. I mean, I feel like they've kind of clawed their way through the playoffs. They're definitely like at the beginning of the playoffs, like nobody's counting them to go to the cup, but they always contend. They always win. And then they end up running into lightning. So, you know, maybe yeah, the new stadium, maybe the new stadium. They're playing in UBS Arena this year, um, but their first home game at UBS Arena will not be until November twentieth. So it's a little while until they play there. But maybe the new barn will have a little magic on them, and or maybe that will be like most teams that open a new barn and they'll <laughs> suck in the new arena.
1: Right. So they're not playing at NASA, right? Because NASA's done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're done there. So they'll be on the road for the first month and a half. Well, it's about a month, a little over a month.
1: Yeah. Oh, so they just be on the road. Yeah.
0: So they're just trying to finish this this bitch, you know, (laughs) get it over, (laughs) get it done. Get
1: her done. I mean, that'll be exhausting, but it'll be nice, long homestead. That first
0: game, home game, they'll have a couple fold out chairs where they just don't have the, (laughs) the regular chairs, you know.
1: Yeah, there's like a Sharpie that wrote handwritten the seat <laughs> number on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, I mean the Islanders will be good. We know that. So um moving on Carolina Hurricanes. I mean, is there anything else yeah. you want to say about the Islanders? I would kinda No. All right. Carolina no. Hurricanes. So no. looks like they added um Freddie Anderson, Auntie Ranta, and then of course the offer sheet Cock and Emmy. And then they traded for Ethan Bear from the Oilers. So I don't think we mentioned who the Oilers added, but it's all right.
1: They added Zach Hyman. They there. lost. <laughs> right. And then Carolina lost. It was Dougie. Doug they lost Hamilton. Dougie Hamilton.
0: That's the big one. I don't know why they they lost. They did like a full like goalie switch, and they got rid of James Reimer, Peter Merezik. They didn't re-sign. And they traded away Alex and the developed a or chick or whatever. Like Did after they? He, he just like went on this stellar, run. overachieving goalie. Yeah. yeah, like this guy who's like been there like waiver wire, you know, this awesome story. He's got some killer eyebrows and wins him some playoff games. Super, and they just trade him to the Detroit Red Wings. Like what?
1: That's if I was Edmonton, that's who I'd be going after. Detroit, you got nothing <laughs> to lose. Hey,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Calling up Devet. I mean, we've seen a lot of those goalies that have a like a stellar like playoff yeah. run, and then I mean, remember the Hamburglar?
1: <laughs> right. I mean, in classic, you know, my Penguins, Matt Murray. <laughs> yeah. You know, he got two, but yeah, after those two runs, it was like
0: me
1: and yeah. Flurry like got him there the second year. <laughs> yeah, definitely got him there all
0: season. Then he just comes in, and wins the cup. So. They cleaned house and goal. They, I mean, we'll see if the offer sheet joke or whatever it was, offer sheet prank <laughs> pans out for him and Kakunemi scores a goal while he's making. That was pretty
1: hilarious.
0: You know, all this money, and I don't know, are they taking a step back or a step? I mean, they've been they've been getting better and better for the last, I think, ten years. They've been like they're like this last season. They looked pretty good, but yeah, they probably to the, got back into the mix. And then losing Dougie Hamilton, like, that's a big loss on the defense. And then the goalie, clean house, like, goaltending is a big part of your team. So, I think Carolina takes a step back this year instead of a step forward.
1: Yeah. I, I could see them riding that four or five spot.
0: Yeah. And then, um, you want to do the Pittsburgh Penguins? You want to take a lead on this yeah. one? <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. And... I haven't paid attention to the additions, but you know they lost Brandon Tanev in the Kraken draft, and then they traded McCann, <laughs> also. and then McCann drafted, drafted by the Kraken as well. Yeah, and, and then,
0: they only added Brock Kraken. McGinn. Or is that that's it? Though. Right, really that's added.
1: right. That's McGinn. And then other than that, it's yeah for the same core. Cross and Malcolm both had to get surgery though, so yeah. you know not going to be there for Sound- the start of the se- season.
0: Yeah, it sounds like Crosby will be back sooner and Malkin will be back later.
1: Okay.
0: And so, but I think it's the team that's going to be, I don't know. It's like, do you trade away Latang and Malkin and get like some high draft picks, like some really core guys, some really high picks that are looking to like make that jump to the NHL? Do you... Do you trade Crosby to the Avalanche and get something crazy, Dude, you
1: know, or do you – nasty is not going to give up on it.
0: Yeah, I know. I saw that, but, you know, it, it would make sense. But, like, I see Crosby following in the footsteps of Marlon Mew. We We talked about earlier and how he kind of brought him under his wing. And I think Crosby will be a penguin for lifer. I think he'll be part of the – I think he's one of those guys that's going to retire. And he's going to retire, higher. He's going to be part of that organization for entire life. As long as yeah. he wants to be a part of it, I think he'll be there. So, um, But, yeah, Pittsburgh Penguins, I mean, they're pretty much the same team as you saw last year. Does that benefit them? Does it hurt them? I don't know because, I mean, it's a strong core. They're kind of like the yeah. Chicago Blackhawks, but they just haven't added the way Blackhawks have this off season.
1: Or they didn't add, yeah. Bunch of young talent, and they've been, you know, the team that's like in the past where they, they, they typically make these, you know, trade deadline moves, yeah, to give them that push if they're like in the mix. And last year was Jeff Carter, which you know panned out a lot more, like a lot better than I thought I would, you know, Mm -hmm. being bringing in him. But yeah, I think they're still, it's they're still good enough for me not to be able to count them out, but to imagine them going all the way and like a the deep cup run is like eh, there <laughs> have to be the right thing to happen you know <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: so all right moving on um New York Rangers added Ryan Reeves, Barclay Goodrow and Sonny Blaze and they lost Butch Navich <laughs> that fun one to say and they lost yeah. Jack Johnson but you know who remembers Jack Johnson anyways these days?
1: The singer? No.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I think Rangers, they're, I think their young core is doing good. I think Panarin, I don't know. Panarin I just don't see as a guy who really cares to win. He more cares to just score goals and make a lot of money.
1: So he seems to be having a good time. Does
0: that help you that he's just like, whatever, you know? Does it hurt you that he doesn't really care? I mean, he brought in Ryan Reeves. We're going to see round one Wednesday night. Ryan Reeves, Tom Wilson. After he did you see Ryan Reeves get slew footed by PK Subin this last week?
1: Oh, no. Yeah, so
0: dude, it looked nasty. Leg his like skate got caught in the ice, like toe picked or whatever. And he just... Oh, faded. is that why... Yeah, so he... like. that way Kreider went after him? Yeah, so yeah, that's why I that I saw happened. the
1: Kreider clip, okay.
0: Okay, so yeah, he goes... And so Reeves, like, his leg folds sideways. And I was like, well, there goes the hype for game one. But they said Ryan Reeves will be in the lineup. <laughs> I bet he's plays one shift. He's got a brace on that knee
1: probably, but... All taped up, dude. It's like Goon, man. And he yeah. snaps his ankle. Yeah, dude, it's seriously
0: going to be that Goon come Wednesday night for that one shift that it's going to be on there. But, yeah, I mean. Come on, PK. Can I mean, they got new new coach, Gerard Gallant, which I think is the most underappreciated guy for every team he's ever coached. And I think he's a great coach. I mean, there, I hear there's a lot of people that don't like him, but he wins. He wins and gets fired for winning, and I don't get it. I mean, his teams like make the playoffs, and he lose, and he gets fired the next year. I mean, that's the only coach I think that, that happens to him. But
1: kind of like Dan Bylsma, yeah, the yeah. Penguins, You know, they yeah. like got sick of him winning. You know, it's like, well, you won the cup, and now you keep winning, but you're not winning the cup. So goodbye, peace out. So okay. yeah,
0: and I mean, they got the Kako, the Lafreniere, the Adam Fox, the Gorgiev, the Shostikin, and they still got the Zibanejad. I mean.
1: Just signed the Benajad to another extension, right? So
0: Yeah, so Rangers look good. Rangers look
1: good. Yeah, right? and as long as they get games against the Flyers, you know, Zabenajia will score half his points <laughs> in those games.
0: He'll, he'll score like two 12 goal games and he'll be leader, you know, for the season.
1: Yeah, that would be 24 of his 30 goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So um, Rangers look good, but let's move on to the. Philadelphia Flyers. Let's go to them. Yeah. So, so Philly. I don't know. Like Philly, like you just they just seem like a team that like can't decide if they want to break up or get married. Are they good? They're just. They're kind of like the Wild, you know, except for they seem to like look like a team that hasn't figured out. Instead of like the Wild just like being mediocre, they know they're going to be mediocre. Like they think they figured it out and they do all these moves. And then they fall flat on their face. And then the year they don't make a bunch of moves, they take a big stride. So I don't know. They add Ryan Ellis. Um, they add Cam Atkinson, Rasmus Ristolainen. They add Martin Jones in net, solid backup or starter. Who knows if Carter Hart has the year he you know he had last year. He could be the starter. Bring in um, Iron Man, Keith Yandel, leading that Iron Man streak. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they lost Voracek, Goss Despair, back Brian Elliott, and Nolan Patrick. So, yeah, yeah, I just don't know if these guys are in it to win it or they're just looking to be that fourth, fifth team again.
1: Yeah, I don't know if Katuri and Drew quite have enough guests in the tank to really lead that pack because they, they brought in a bunch of kind of like okay guys, maybe – they can break in your top six, but no one that's really moving the needle. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That one's, usually they kind of going to stay in place.
0: Philly fans like probably get their hopes up every off season for a great season. And I know my brother is a huge Philly fan. And he's like, oh, yeah, this year we, we finally got a goalie. And then the goalie falls flat on his face, you know? And it's
1: just like, oh, man. They've been like cursed ever since they paid Brzgallis, Brisco- <laughs> <yeah>. you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, paid him a ton of money, then gave him an extension.
1: <laughs> and oops. And then yeah.
0: like bought him out. But yeah, so, all right. Um, let's jump over to the Washington Capitals. They didn't add anybody. So they lost Brendan Dillon. And I guess they lost Vinicek for a minute. Brought him back. <laughs> but yeah, right. Capitals, much like the Penguins, look like the exact same team from last year. And both teams. Yeah. Both teams made the playoffs last year. So do both those teams I think, ride those team you know, that roster into the playoffs. Do they have enough star power? Do they have enough firepower? Do they have enough young guys coming up to make those playoff runs again? I
1: don't know. I think I think we could see them facing each other. Again, you know, in the, in the first round. Yeah. First or second round, you know, that classic Pittsburgh Capitals series.
0: Yeah. And it sounds like there's, you know, everyone's been talking about OV breaking this record. We're getting into those years that see if he can actually produce still to break that record. So all eyes on OV. But I mean, really, is that any different than any other year with the Washington Capitals? So yeah, I, I mean, think he's gonna produce. I think he's gonna be good. I know he went out the other game with a, with an injury that didn't look good. Went down awkward. Oh, one.
1: what is his like goal? His season goal average is like forty something. so if he just hits that for like you know another three years, he'll get there.
0: Yeah, he'll get there. So, um, yeah. So Washington, um, do they still got it? Or are we talk in trade deadline, you know. I guess we'll see at trade deadline which team they are. Just like the Penguins, I think trade deadline will yeah. say a lot about these teams. <laughs> all right, all right, let's burn through these. All right, New Jersey Devils added Dougie Hamilton, Thomas Tatar, Ryan Graves, and Bernier, and Net. They lost Will Butcher. I mean, can Nico Heischer and Jack Hughes lead this team to win? Or are they just going to be
1: down in the basement? I think they could achieve, yeah, like, you know, a little bit. They can maybe move up a couple spots, but I don't see them making the leap in the playoff picture this year. So
0: Yeah, I bet they'll be a fun team if you were a betting guy and, like, you bet on a lot of hockey games. I bet you would win a lot of money betting on New Jersey Devils because I bet they, like, cover the spread or they steal those games where they're underdogs. So. Yeah,
1: like win those bad odds or whatever. Like yeah. the, the odds are stacked way against them, and they can still pull it out. But
0: yeah, so like I mean, if you bet, I mean you're you're losing a couple here and there, but the ones you win on, you win big. So if you're a betting guy, I think New Jersey Devils is your team this year <laughs> to make some money. Don't uh, come after Nick if if it doesn't pan out for you. But yeah, his address
1: yeah. is not just <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh,
0: <laughs> but uh, jump over to Columbus Blue Jackets. They add Vortech came back. Jake Bean was a a promising guy for the Hurricanes. Um, Bodekis. They did lose Seth Jones and Cam Atkinson, big parts of that team. And they, I mean, Tortorella walked away. So that's a that's a huge loss. I mean, that's an identity loss for them. Um, so I don't see Columbus moving the needle forward.
1: No, I'm I'm not sure who they are right now.
0: Yeah, and I I think. <laughs> I think Elvis Merzlikins will have a good season. I, mean, I think that first game back will be emotional for him because of all the heartbreak they had this summer and you know their friends and stuff. So I think he's gonna have an emotional first game, and I think he'll be a top goalie in the it if we're talking like save percentages and stuff at the end of the year. I just don't think they're gonna get the wins. I think he's gonna be yeah. a really good goalie on a bad team. So. Yeah, and that's about it for this Columbus Blue Jackets. I mean, I think that's it. So, all right, that's it for the Metro. We can move on to the Pacific. Best for last. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that because, you know, I, the, the Maple Leafs and the Panthers playing this division. But
1: oh, I because the Lightning Clinton? <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: It is. I think it's really the best division in hockey. It, it
1: is, is a sick division. Boston, I mean, it, yeah, Tampa, Toronto, yeah. Florida.
0: And it's funny, I think every division kind of goes through this like few every few years it changes because I think two years ago we looked at the Metro, and Columbus was strong, Philadelphia was strong, Penguins were strong, Washington was strong, Rangers even looked okay, they were rebuilding, Islanders looked strong. So two years ago, Metro was the strongest division. Two years before that, Central looked crazy good. I mean, that was when Nashville was good, Winnipeg was good, Colorado was good, Dallas was good, you know, it's like Central you know, four years ago. St. Louis was good. And then before that, it was Pacific. I mean, that's when the Kings, Sharks, Ducks were all making the playoffs. So I think it's just come down to now the Pacific is taking their, you know, stride at being the best division in in the NHL. But, I mean, we can start out with the team that is probably the worst in the division, maybe the worst in the NHL, the Buffalo Sabres. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that I think they could ch- turn it around real quick if they just get rid of the cycle thing, just get rid of it, rip the bandaid off and they got to get someone to play goal. So, I mean, they bring in yeah, Aaron Dell, Craig Anderson, either one of those goalies are winning your game. They brought in Will Butcher, uh former Hobie Baker winner, but didn't prove himself with the devils. So they lose Sam Reinhardt. They lose Ristolainen. They lose their Omar Cutton and Sheehan so they lost more than they gained but I mean losing Jack Eichel will be a big loss when it happens but I think it'll be a bigger win for the team so I think their defense Yeah it seems um, like
1: it's Yeah just a cancer to the organization right now like he doesn't want to be there you know the team doesn't want to deal with him or meet his demands so it's got to be hard in the locker room you know organization as a whole so Part ways, Get a Get a, find bag, a new leader.
0: Get a bag of pucks yeah. for this guy. Do something. Do it for him. Some do it for or something. Yeah. Know. Bring so, in that
1: goalie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, can Skinner live up to his? You know,
1: ten million or whatever he's, he's making. One Duchesne you know, Skinner. And Duchesne and that similar I don't know if Dallin is gonna pan out to be the number one pick that he was.
0: Yeah. I mean he looks good. Defense are always kinda like a late bloomers, I feel like. I feel like Victor Hedman was always good, but I think like the last little bit, like he's now like the best in the in the league. I mean he was drafted right before Matt Duchesne. And I think that was probably where he (laughs) I mean, it looked like Colorado stole Duchesne with that third pick. Over Hedman, but definitely now looking at it, like Hedman was way better picked than Duchesne.
1: Yeah, I know him and Tavares, right? Were those two yep, yep. top two that year? And yeah, they they both been you know had it panned out and paid off for sure. Those yeah. two. But
0: all right, moving on down to Detroit Red Wings. Um, they got into a <laughs> Still, they got Nick Letty. They lose Fiala. Bernier, Ponick, not much loss. So I think Detroit takes a step forward this, this year. I think they look like they're on a path. Whether that path is a few years or a lot of years, I don't know. But it looks like they're taking steps forward. But I think they're yep. going to be out of the cellar this year. I believe they'll be not the sixth team in the division or the seventh team. They'll be like the fifth maybe. So... I yeah. think they're going to contend for a playoff spot, but they're not going to be in the basement. So, you know, Stevie Y, he built that Lightning team. He can definitely do a lot. I, mean, right. he has, I think he has a lot less to work with than he did when he showed up the Lightning, but, I mean, he did help build that Lightning team to what they are. Um, Moving on down, Ottawa Senators. They add Delzato, Nick Holden, Zach Sanford. They lost Dadnov, Dzingel, Armisenov. And Steppen, they still haven't signed Brady Kachuk. I said last season, I think it was on our first episode when we were talking about this, but I said I don't think Brady Kachuk will stick around longer than three years with the Senators, and I still don't think that. I think they'll sign him, but they're going to sign him to a deal where he probably gets out in two years or whatever, or they trade him soon because it sounds like he doesn't really want to be there. He doesn't
1: sound super committed, but he seems like he's trying to be a professional about it.
0: Yeah. So I still think he's out of there in a few years. And that's been the Ottawa senators is they just can't keep people kind of like the Columbus blue jackets where it just doesn't seem like a place people want to go to. So
1: like it's, it's so much work to get to where we need to go. Yeah. So I'm not going to do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. If they're gonna be a lot better this year, if they're gonna be a little bit better, they might be a little bit worse. We'll see if Stutzel and those guys can keep Matt Murray. Maybe still's a few games, but a lot of people think that they're gonna make the playoffs. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs.
1: Not seeing it. Not mad division.
0: Yeah, no way. And then we have next up the Stanley Cup. Finals or whatever you want to call them, they were in the Stanley Cup Finals. The Montreal Canadiens, they added a few guys: Matt Ho- uh, Mike Hoffman, uh, David Savard, Christian Dvorak was the person they picked up for that first pick they got from Kokanemi. Um, they picked up Cedric Paquette um, from the Stanley Cup winning Lightning. They lost Kokanemi, Philip DeNault and Corey Perry and Eric Stahl. So I think they lost a lot, and Carey Price will not be starting the season with them. Who knows how long he'll be on this mental, personal journey he's on. But, yeah. It's, oh, that's right, I forget about that. It doesn't, doesn't seem like after coming off the, the high of being in the Stanley Cup finals to where they are now, like, it's it's been a, been a rough summer, I think, for yeah. Montreal Canadiens. And I mean, yeah, I
1: see them pulling a St. Louis, you know, or <laughs> yeah, burger Dallas burger right now. Like, I don't, you know, it's hard to even see them making a playoff.
0: Yeah, their GM isn't in the final year of his contract. So a lot of people are like, he doesn't care. So we'll see if the burger van stays around. But I don't see it happening. I don't see Montreal having a great season. They lost a lot of those grind guys. Um, and Kerry Price is not starting the season with them. So, yeah. And maybe Seattle knew about yeah. that issue before they didn't pick him because, I mean, their wife, his wife said, you'll, it'll all make sense later or something. Who knows if that was a hidden.
1: She yeah.
0: She's like, know. it'll all make, it all makes sense in a little bit or whatever. So, maybe. So, I this mean, was,
1: even though. I don't know. That's just a perfect roster. to may dodge that bullet.
0: Yeah. I'm just speculating yeah. here. <laughs> and let's just move on to, you know, the top half of this division. And that would start with the Boston Bruins. that had a, a, a rough summer too. I mean, they add Eric Hella, they add Nick Flingo Forbert, Thomas Nosek and Omar. Those are all solid filler roster players. But they lost David Krejci that just walked away from the team to go play back at home yeah. overseas. Um, they lost Halak. They lost Nick Ritchie. Um, they lost Andre Kasha, um, Karari, Luzon. They And Tuka Rask right now is unsigned, so Tuka Rask might be a loss also. So
1: That'd be huge.
0: Yeah, he hasn't signed, so it, it, things aren't looking good for that. So that would be a huge loss, too. So to lose Krejci, Rask, you know, in the same Old summer goalie. for nothing. No. No, Krejci. Are you saying Halak? No, no. Oh, they lost Halak, yeah, too. So, But, I mean, Swayman okay. came up last season. He played all right. That's true. It looks like yeah. he's going to be the starter. But Linus Olmark as their backup, I don't know. He's kind of been tossed around the league. But... I think that top line, the production line, Bergeron, Marchand, Pasternak, I mean, that's a solid line. They still look solid, man. Like if that team – And then
1: they – Yeah. Yeah. They lock Taylor Hall in, right?
0: Yeah, so Taylor Hall joins it, and that's why they thought Krejci. I mean, they wanted Hall to play with Krejci on that second line, but looks like that's not going to happen. So I think Taylor Hall will produce. The Boston Bruins will be good. And top line is going to be top line. And they're going to be the Boston Bruins. Oh, that's weird noise. but So, yeah, I mean, they could be that team that's looking for a big trade at the deadline. I could see them being one of those yeah. top teams looking for a trade deadline deal. Um, but let's uh, move on. Let's move on to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Look like a pretty promising team, you know. <laughs> so actually I'd say So last year They added all these guys That were You know They added the Joe Thornton They went out and got VC You know Simmons Which They re Simmons this year But they added all these guys That were Really good guys At a cheap discount But this year They didn't add a whole lot I mean They added Peter Mrazik In net To help out with Jack Campbell They add Nick Ritchie Which honestly Is my favorite pickup Of the offseason season. I've kind of been... I know you guys
1: how much you love Nick Ritchie. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. And then Andre Kosh, that's that's a huge pickup too. Both those guys were Anaheim Ducks players that were on the Ducks teams when they were solid teams. And they both went to Boston Bruins. Now they're both on the Toronto Maple Leafs. So those are three solid pickups. They do lose Zach Hyman, which everyone is like, oh my gosh, they lost Zach Hyman. Things are over, but... I think Zach Hyman kind of rode the coattails of Matthews. So I don't think it's going to be as big of a loss as we think it is. I mean, I could be totally wrong. Nick Flingo was only there they... for a little bit. Yeah, so I don't see their losses and, and, being big.
1: And, and Yeah, I think Nick Fellino didn't come through and be like the highlight or the savior of anything. I mean, he came through and was was okay. He wasn't the same guy. He was probably a good locker room. Toronto runner, than he was in Columbus. <laughs> he was a yeah, locker room.
0: Yeah, guy. yeah, <laughs> But, yeah, so – and, I mean, can Matthews, Marner contest to to be at the same level as the dry saddle McDavid? Um,
1: I think Matthews is the I hope so. Land, but I don't
0: Because I think, picked up Marner. You did pick up Marner? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Marner – I feel like still hasn't taken his final stride to be a superstar. He's good. I think he can be a lot better. I think he's got to learn to take a hit. I mean, he blocks shots. He does block shots, but he's got to he's got to put some meat on those bones or something. But yeah, so I look forward to watching the Leafs play. They got a good strong goalie tandem now with Jack Campbell and Peter Mrazek. And Matthews, I think, will be the goal leader at the end of the season, even though he is going to miss the first three games due to his wrist healing. Still, so don't Just get to see a him. yeah. But for everybody else, I think he'll be in the runner for the Hart Trophy. He might even win that Hart Trophy. I think, but I think it'll be a good season for the for the Leafs. And
1: yeah, they should get the playoffs. Yeah, There's I mean, nothing, is, no is reason this, why they shouldn't?
0: Is this their year? I mean, every year is their year. And they just had that, they have that new uh, series on Amazon that they followed them behind, you know, the background screen. Um, it's too late. Can't come with words, but behind the scenes, all season, last season. But so check that out on Amazon. And let's jump over to the Florida Panthers that added old man Joe Thornton and Sam Reinhart, promising player from Buffalo. Um, they lost a couple filler guys: Keith Yandle, Wenberg, Conley. They lost Drieger, but they had three goalies anyways at, at goal, so that doesn't really hurt him as bad. He was already the third will, so I think Spencer Knight is gonna be
1: love Knight. Yep,
0: it's gonna be lights out, dude. I, Seems I, like it's I,
1: gonna be a show.
0: Yeah, I mean Brzgalov's making 10 million probably to sit on the bench. Still, I think it's worst move they made in the last 10 years of all the bad moves they've made um barkovs i think is going to contend for that heart trophy also i think it's going to be his like year
1: barkov looked really good he, he got sucky last year right
0: yeah yeah he's always in yep. the contender for that i mean he's he's that defensive offensive guy and stuff and yeah he's
1: a bird run style player that yeah seems like he's on the up and up man and he just he really looks good too. like
0: like Bergeron I don't think he really gets the credit he really deserves so and yeah yeah so I think Florida is gonna you know it's gonna really push the you know that the other Florida team Tampa Bay this year to see who's the best you know team of Florida I don't know if you saw the preseason game that was last week dude there was line brawls there was dude
1: I did not need neitherki awesome.
0: got checked by bennett so it was brawl after brawl dude. bennett huh yeah cory perry was jumping in there oh man it was awesome to see that the freaking it was a preseason game and it was there it That's was exciting there, yeah and it was at the orlando Solar bears so it was at the echl arena so like it wasn't even oh at, nice it, it was at a small barn smaller barn probably feels yeah. yeah
1: just a bunch electric of, in there
0: a bunch of fans that don't get like the NHL experience, so I bet it was just packed and like, "Ah, I bet that place was just rock and roll. That was that was the best ticket in town by that weekend. That's cool. So yeah, I think Spencer Knight's gonna contest for the Venza. So I think Florida, this is gonna be a big year. I mean, they always say that Florida looks like that team to take that jump. And I really do think they're gonna take that jump. And I really hope we get to see Tampa, Florida in the playoffs again. That was fun to watch. Yeah. Even though Tampa, you know, it it was back and forth, and then Tampa kind of just said, All right, we're done with you. We're just going to put you to bed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they ran away with it. I mean, they did that in the playoffs in general. You know, we got Brown and Kucherov, and everything panned out at the right time for them. Yeah, so. Make that.
0: Yep. And we'll just move on to the the final team on our, our list here, and that is the Stanley Cup winning Tampa Bay Lightning. And they did lose quite a few guys. They lost Corey Perry. They lost uh, Blake Coleman. Or they
1: gained Corey.
0: Oh no, no, yeah. they Oh, sorry. So, yeah, they – so, Corey Perry has lost to the, to the Lightning the last two Stanley Cups. He was on the Dallas team that lost. different and then teams, he, yep. And then he loses with the Montreal Canadiens. So, he's like, you can't beat him. Join him. So, Corey Perry – Trying to jumped, pull Marion Hosa. Yeah, so he jumps on ship. And then they – Bring in, bring back Bogosian, and then they bring in Pierre Belmar or Pierre Edward Belmar, whatever yeah. I call it. But um, they did lose, like they said, they lost a couple of good guys. I mean, they lost Tyra Johnson, they lost Yanni Gord, Blake Coleman, Barkley Goodrow, um, Savard, Shen. I mean, he was a tough guy, but they lost a couple. I mean, they
1: lost some pretty good pieces there, you know. They lost Curtis McElhaney, uh,
0: yeah. They lost Curtis McElhaney, the probably the only goalie to win two Stanley Cups without playing a single playoff
1: minute, (laughs) right? He's been very fortunate to back up the Iron Horse, the big cat, you know. I mean, just wins every game.
0: I I don't know if you're Curtis McElhaney, like, does he have like a nervous breakdown in five years?
1: Because he's like, I don't deserve these Stanley Cup rings that I. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. I
0: don't know. Like, if you're another team to even like pick him up, you're like, he's a great supporting. Like, maybe pick him up for a goalie coach, a certain assistant. You know, I don't know, but he's old, isn't he? Yeah, he's isn't been older. Around, he's been around the league, so yeah. I mean, yeah. Tampa Bay's still a good team. I mean, there's really not much to say other than they're still a freaking good team. They, I think they're
1: still a Stanley Cup favorite. Oh yeah, you know they they lost some of those key- play, you know those kind of key role players, but then they they made some moves. You know they filled some of those gaps too. And yeah, you lose. They Blake still got Coleman. that core. So yeah, you
0: lose Blake Coleman, but you bring in Corey Perry. Like, did you win? Did you lose? I don't know.
1: We'll see. Yeah, like Tyler Johnson left. But I mean, he's playing on their fourth and third lines. You know, so yeah. You know, he wasn't putting up the insane numbers for him. He's they
0: they got to they be able to afford Kucherov guy. on the roster all season long, so they had to get rid of some
1: guys. Right. They had, <laughs> the, people have been making their money, man. So, yeah, yeah they have Sergachev, Kucherov, you know, and then – Point just uh, got a big raise. They need Braden Point to keep scoring all those playoff winners. and Yeah, Hedman and Vassie, right, and yeah. then Stammer.
0: Yeah, and then I know it's, he's not on the books really for the roster, but John Cooper just signed a three-year extension. So yeah, I, I think John Cooper thing. is one of the best coaches in the league. And I think he's going to coach them to be a winning team again this year. So yeah, I think Tampa Bay has got a lot good going for them still. I mean, do we see the first three-peat in 20-something years?
1: I know. It seems like they could do it. I The odds are in their why, I don't. You know, why?
0: Why not? I mean, I don't think they will. But why not? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but does Stamkos is he a trade line, a deadline trade deadline? I can't speak tonight. It's <laughs> too late. But I mean, I don't know. I feel like he's a franchise guy. Yeah, He could be. I mean, that was just my hot take that you know he gets trade trade deadline.
1: <laughs> but that is that is a good. All right, all right. Uh, hot take. Let's get to the causer.
0: let's get to the exciting stuff, you know. All right, so let's see. Who do you got? Who are you picking? Three teams out of the central.
1: Who's your, of the central. T- who's your
0: three teams winning that division? I'll go first. Give you a little time to think about it. I got Avalanche first, Winnipeg, and then Chicago surprising everyone at three.
1: Nice. I had. Uh one different i had colorado chicago minnesota oh,
0: okay minnesota still
1: overachieving meeting. but you know that winnipeg minnesota yeah i don't you know that either way so yeah
0: all right so jumping over to the pacific staying in the west one two three i got vegas vancouver edmonton
1: same teams, just Vegas,
0: Edmonton, Vancouver. Oh, yeah? Nice, nice. Yeah. So, who do you got as your wild card? I mean, here's the here's the wild card question. Who do you got as your wild cards?
1: Um, I had the overachieving Seattle Kraken. Oh, the, oh, there you go. It's going to be fun. It'd be yeah. fun.
0: I, I could see it happening. And then, you got another wild card pick?
1: Um, Out of there. And then... Ooh, I think it'd be Winnipeg. Yeah. There
0: you go. Yeah, I could see that. So um, I got as my wild card teams, you know, those California teams coming back. I got L.A. and Anaheim.
1: Oh, there we go. Because I, I really that, think, that'd be fun.
0: I think the Central is is getting worse. Those those Nashville teams, you know, they're they're not in the mix anymore. I mean, Nashville made the playoffs. Yeah. But it just wasn't there. And so I think it's time for the Kings-Ducks, you know. They've been rebuilding, and maybe they're those breakout teams that we didn't think they would make the playoffs. Make the playoffs.
1: Um, I'm telling yeah. you I would be stoked to see that, that's for sure. Yeah, so... That would be fun to see.
0: Definitely, definitely. So jumping over to the Metro, who do you got
1: three in the Metro? So the Metro, I had Islanders, Penguins, Caps. So I got...
0: Rangers, Islanders, Capitals.
1: Ooh. Rangers,
0: huh? Yeah, I think Jumping
1: I, up in the mix. Dude.
0: I think the young core gets it done with the old core and I think those two goalies, you know, battle it out and it works out for the team and they make it in the playoffs. So, um, who do you got in your Pacific?
1: Pacific I had let me look at it. Vegas. No, sorry, can... sorry, sorry. No, uh, no, no. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. That's
0: a... oh, it's too late. Atlantic. Atlantic. As I'm
1: reading it, I'm like, I've said this already. <laughs> Atlantic. Tampa, Boston, Toronto.
0: Okay. That's that's good. I mean, I got, I got Toronto, Florida, Tampa. Toronto, Florida, Tampa. Okay. And then who do you guys do two yeah. wild cards in the East? Florida and...
1: Carolina
0: Well, see I mean we we had a we had two different you know in the in the three but I got Boston making wild card and you can't have the playoffs without an Ovechkin Crosby battle so I got Penguins making.
1: (laughs) okay so the same eight teams are in there
0: I I I guessed we we had one different we had I had Rangers you had Hurricanes so
1: never, never mind yeah Rangers yeah
0: all right, okay. so so when playoffs happen and there's a division winner from each division, who do you got win in the Central? I have um, the Colorado Avalanche win in the Central. Yeah, that's what I have. All right, jumping over Pacific real quick, and this is where it gets a little a little foggy. I, I'm not picking the Vegas Golden Knights. I'm done. I'm done with the Vegas Golden Knights. They've had their chance. They're, you know, <laughs> I'm going with the Vancouver Canucks.
1: There you go. I'm
0: sticking with Vegas. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Solid. Boring. Safe, safe pick. Safe pick. <laughs> All right. So over in the Metro, I have a non-Metro team that made it in as a wild card beating out the Metro. And I have the Boston Bruins.
1: Coming out of the Boston that division. Bruins.
0: I mean, they're not a Metro, but you a- know the wild card can play in the other divisional playoff rounds. Ah. Uh.
1: I'm just pains me I'm gonna stick with the hometowner and go with Penguins.
0: There you go. There you go. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right. So, jumping over to the Atlantic, I have the Toronto Maple Leafs winning that division, and you, Tampa Bay. You got you got a Tampa Pittsburgh. You know <laughs> conference final.
1: <laughs> I yeah. I was just like, who am I gonna pick against them? I was just yeah. being boring.
0: Hey, no, it's cool. I like it. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a heart guy, you know? I like I like picking from my heart. So, yeah, I got Toronto playing Colorado in the Stanley Cup. And, of course, I got Toronto winning it all. <laughs>
1: there you go. And I did – I went with the Tampa-Colorado with Tampa. Tampa three-peating? Taking it. Three-peating. three-peating it. I mean, if I want to get
0: crazy, then I like, if I want to, like, pick – and I was thinking, like, okay, this is my heart pick, you know, Toronto – Colorado, that'd be really cool. But like, I mean, it could be, it could be a rematch in nineteen ninety six, and we could see Florida battling out with Colorado. So
1: yeah, that would, that would be really cool, actually.
0: Ninety six rematch, but yeah. So, you know, I mean, there was a few. I mean, that's our wrap up of our you know season preview. But I did want to say that the Kraken did name Mark Giordano their captain today. So that is cool. Um, Kings showed they were going to, like, sport some third retro jerseys that were white. And the silver buckets looked terrible.
1: And, yeah. Hey, they came here and won, what, 3-1, 4-1 Yeah. Against Vegas Golden Knights. We've been talking about that.
0: Yeah, I mean. But we didn't mention
1: it last time when it was right before it. <laughs> yeah, so,
0: I mean, we can kind of quickly go over that. I don't have anything else for the NHL. Do you? No. Um, I will say, I, I do think this season we're going to see more goals than we saw last season, even though we had some pretty record pace, you know, breaking pace, you know, players. But I think we're going to see a lot more fights than we have in the past. Yeah,
1: like, I'm ex- I, Yeah. But, yeah. I'm excited for this uh, Tom Wilson. <laughs> Reeves. Ryan Reeves. <laughs> Just- yeah. I hope it's not a letdown.
0: <laughs> yeah, it probably will be. It'll be. Like one of those fights where like hey. one of the guys slips and they go down quick and it's like, oh that was it. Well, I'm glad I got my set. <laughs> yeah. So um but yeah, so the game in Salt Lake was awesome. And like I think it was the funnest one out of the, the three I've been to. Yeah. But it was definitely I mean, I feel like it's always been, like, kind of a blowout. And it kind of was a blowout, but, like, it was a funner blowout because there was more Vegas fans there, like you said. Like, they weren't the home team. But there was definitely, like, three-to-one Vegas to Kings fans. Or it was, like, three-to-one Vegas to Kings or a a random fan. Like, I wore a Leafs jersey because I don't have a Kings jersey or a Vegas jersey. So I wear my Leafs jersey.
1: I know. I just wore a black shirt because I didn't have any swag (laughs) either for the team's.
0: There you go. And then the best part of that night was I was, you had to get your rapid COVID test and I'm sitting in line to get my rapid COVID test. And Mason texts me. He's like, you going to the game tonight? And I was like, Oh yeah, we, we didn't talk that we were going to go to and like, you know, whatever. And then he's like, Oh, are you getting your rapid COVID test? I was like, What? (laughs) And then I was like, yeah, right behind you. I was like, no way. What is the chances that we both go to the exact same rapid COVID site at the at like the, within five minutes of each other? Because, like, I mean, it was pretty busy. Like, if we would have missed five minutes yeah. later, earlier, we would not have been right behind each other.
1: It was a long line. Yeah, they were about to close. And we had the same thing. I was like, we got to get a COVID test, a negative? i was like, damn it. And so, yeah, we went driving around, and we pull up, and I'm like, Oh look, a Toyota Vezna. that's what isn't that what Autumn drives? And he was like, Yeah, and I was like, There's a capital sticker on it. And there's a cup sock sticker. That's totally Nick and Autumn.
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, dude, that was that was fun. That that game was fun. was fun. It was fun. It was a fun game. Like
1: It was a real good atmosphere.
0: Yeah, it was a real good atmosphere. Other than the Delta what a the Viven is not built for hockey. Like that no, is the No, it felt
1: so vertical, man. It's so high. Well,
0: like, so where it... I was, I mean, we were sitting in the handicap on the end. We could not see the goal from our seats. Oh, really? Yeah, so like we had because to stand of the up. Way it... Yeah, we oh. had to stand up and lean over like so the shootout. Like I stood up and leaned over. Did you stay for the shootout? No. You didn't know there was going to be a Hillary shootout. he
1: was like, I want to get out. I get out of here, and I totally <laughs> forgot about the shootout. Yeah, it's, so oh my God.
0: there's a lot of people that left before the shootout, and they're like, wait, they went to a shootout? Did Vegas tie it up? And I'm like, no, every preseason game this year they're doing shootouts just to give the teams a little practice, and I think it's more for the fans just to give them a little taste of It's fun to watch, yeah. So, yeah, so the game was fun. We met up, took some pictures, said what's up. Got yelled at by the no, get out of my way <laughs> that's
1: right The lady finally came and made you leave huh yeah so. there's a drunk lady that really liked you and Brooks, so. though.
0: yeah <laughs> and I was trying to talk to you and she just kept shouting she just kept shouting
1: and she was just like locked on to you man yeah and I was like yeah was cool funny.
0: like thanks my kid is cute I, I appreciate it I really do like I was not trying to be rude but like I was like I'm I'm here to have a quick conversation with a friend get some pictures but like she just kept talking <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. What well, yep. is? It is late. It is a long episode. Sorry, but not no, sorry.
1: It feels like the first time, man.
0: It does feel like the first time. This is
1: how we did the first episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, this one will be a lot less editing though, because you know there'll be a lot less editing. But
1: yeah, we're in the groove now. Yeah. And you've been doing this for a year, so. So,
0: awesome. Okay.
1: Love it. All right, man.
0: Starting our season. Let's go. Okay, dude. All right, dude. Have a great night. We're out. Yeah.